0: Welcome back, everyone, to another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties. My name is Marcus Dusick, and with me, as always, we have four ritzy and red hot role players. Ain't none of them a rube. Please introduce yourself, adventurers.
1: Hi,
2: I'm Richard, I'm playing cricket.
1: My name's Toby, and I'm playing Lonlin. My name's Emily, and I'm playing Lazette.
0: My name's Craig, and I'm playing Salem. Perfect. Excellent. Thank you, everybody. So, last we left off, our wonderful band of adventurers had made their way back to MacGuffin's and at 3.30 in the morning, after having saved Winnie Gale, met with Aloysius G. MacGuffin himself. He thanked them for their work, gave them each a firm handshake, and also conveyed to them that he was concerned that Maggie Grubtongue would hold a grudge convincing Winnie Gale to rather than perform out in the world but to hold a more private intimate concert for the employees of MacGuffins Incorporated our adventurers finished their assignment handed Winnie off to Fast Hands Miro in order to go out on tour and had a day to themselves they visited family they went for a jog They had a research project, and then they met yet again with Aloysius in his office. And he informed them that in the three days since, Maggie Grubton had been released from custody. Not broken out of jail, but released legally. And feeling that the safety of our heroes was likely in danger. And also because there is a quest that needs to be undertaken by someone from MacGuffins. Deciding to combine two opportunities together, MacGuffin and Miss Bunsen have sent you towards the city of Bleakspire, setting up a diversion of saying that you are actually going to Threllis, but before they left, or before you left, they gave you each a present. Magical items to help you on your journey. A sentinel shield for Lonlin. Slippers of elven kind for Salem. An immovable rod for Cricket, which me, the DM, is <laughs> concerned about having done. Um, and a pearl of power for our warlock friend, Lisette. You had a few moments to Send some notes, say some goodbyes, and then you, at midnight, departed on this elemental powered train, feeling a bit of apprehension as this train pulled out from New Republica heading south towards its first major stop, the city of Olmaneus, on its way to Bleakspire. And that is where we pick up this week. So, this train is run by the United Lands of Asune Elemental Railway, or, as many people call it, Yulier. It is the Peterson Passenger Train. Uh, It's a comfortable train that runs from New Republica to Omaneus, with several stops along the way. It's not an express train by any means. It is a passenger train, a little bit of cargo, but mostly it is intended as a commuter train. Some people take it for only a few hours, getting off at a stop just outside of New Republica. Many people take it over the two and a half day journey between New Republica and Omaneus, the city on the edge of a ginormous lake in the center of the continent. As the train pulls out, what would you guys like to be doing?
2: Uh honestly, probably just trying to get my bearings, uh getting used to the situation at hand, running away on the run. Uh cricket's going to be sticking around with the group. Uh, more that more or less.
0: Okay. Perfect. Uh yeah. You are assigned a sleeper cabin. Uh, it's all four of you in one cabin. It's a there it's a bunk Cabin, so there are four beds, which works out perfectly. Uh, and you are on you are in the first sleeper car, you're in the fourth cabin back uh first sleeper car. There are a total of uh two cargo cars, one at each end. There's a dining car slash a lounge car, there's a commuter car with just seats for people who are maybe not spending overnight, two sleeper cars, and there is a caboose. As you get your bearings, you see, this is a very beautiful, even though very simple, but still very beautiful train. The engine itself doesn't produce smoke. It is an elemental engine. And for all that it is a big lumbering vehicle passing over rails, it is for as much as possible. A silent ride. It is a very relaxed sort of trip. As you're getting your bearings, are you just uh staying in the sleeper car cricket?
2: Uh I probably would be. Uh is anyone also in a sleeper car with me currently?
0: Salem would have started there, but uh
3: they're unlikely to still be there.
2: Okay. Um hey, uh Salem. Uh you ever been on the run like this before?
3: What why would you why would you make oh Right. Uh no, no, never never once in my life, cricket. Never needed to leave the city for any less than reasonable reasons.
2: Okay, so it's not that common. Okay. No, um, no,
3: definitely not. This is quite strange. Salem uncomfortably grins. <laughs> <laughs> um okay. Definitely definitely not on the run for any reasons before. Promise.
2: Yeah, I no, I believe you. Um
1: Can uh, Lonlin incite him?
2: I'm sorry.
3: Sure, Lonlin absolutely could, yeah.
1: Yeah, she's like, kind of hanging out on, like, she's claimed one of the bottom bunks, and she's just (laughs) eavesdropping at this point. Sure, (laughs) one second. Yeah, let me roll. That's only a nine, so it's fine. Uh, Well, I might
3: roll lower than that. It's implausible, but it might happen. One second. Salem has got a... There we go.
4: A st- nine. <laughs> <laughs> wow.
0: I would say with that, uh, Lonlin, you are, you're suspicious, but you also don't really like, I mean, it for all you know, they are telling the truth, but there's like, there's mm-hmm. something that maybe they're not telling the whole truth, but it's just like, it seems like you are just right on the cusp of, believing them, but also not believing them. It's really hard to judge right now.
1: Yeah, She's not going to say anything, like she's not going to call them out or anything. She's just sitting there, just kind of watching them.
2: Of so, are we, you know, good to maybe walk around? Do we need to have disguises, or... um,
3: Oh, that's why you were asking, right? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, no, I think probably... MacGuffins has taken care of that for us. I should imagine that, uh, at least as far as on the train is concerned, we don't need to take too many precautions. Although I wouldn't go spouting off about anything that we've done or what landed us here. That would probably.
1: You shouldn't talk to strangers as well. I, I mean, if you don't know them, you stay away from them. Well, <laughs> but 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 London,
3: strangers are just friends you haven't met
1: yet. Really, I, I mean it. Yeah, or are there? they're dangerous no no no
3: no 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 no. you're just not meeting the right strangers you've got to pick the ones that are sitting in the dark corners of musky rooms sipping on a glass of whiskey as the fun ones
5: while this conversation is going on elite or lizette is talking
1: to strangers
5: <laughs> no, 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 no. The ones the oh, God.
4: Where's Lizette? Where's Lizette?
1: She's going to, well, let's get jump out of her bunk and just start like heading to the lounge area.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Lizette, uh, as you uh, go into the lounge area, um, can you make a perception check for me?
5: Sure. For a librarian, I'm not very perceptive.
1: <laughs> that is a.
0: 12. A 12? Okay. With the 12, you see um, in the lounge area. I mean, it is midnight. There's not a lot of people who are like availing themselves of a lounge. Uh, Most people are trying to kind of take this time to catch up on sleep before the daylight comes flooding in through the windows. But uh, with the 12, you see uh, four people in the lounge area currently there is a large goliath who is uh sitting in front of uh well so the lounge area there's a bar at the kind of forward end of it which is also where the food is served from there are stools in front of it and tables across from the bar and at the southern end the end you would get into first from the sleeper car there are three There are three, uh, comfortable and like cozy leather armchairs all facing this fireplace that has an actual fire burning in it. This is kind of like the only thing that generates smoke on the train is this fireplace and that is vented out. And, uh, you see sitting in one of these chairs and making the chair, which is a big, like cozy armchair making this chair look uncomfortably small. You see this gray skinned Goliath who is just sitting there with a cup of tea uh, resting in their hands, but they're almost perfectly still. You also see uh, one quite elderly looking halfling with silver hair who is sitting beside the Goliath and just knitting. And you see... At the bar itself, you see one uh, goblin who is, like, whereas the Goliath is making that chair seem small, this goblin is so small, it makes the stool upon which they're sitting seem like a mountain. And they are just sitting at the bar. And you see in front of them, there is just a little bit of fizzy water. And the final person you see, you actually almost don't notice them at first. Um... They're in the armchair closest to the door, and they're a very small figure, and they're kind of taking up very little of the armchair. But what you see is this human child um with like a gap tooth grin holding onto this plush owl bear with these big round eyes and really like feathery uh faux fur most notably about this little child is you see that they have a full on like adult's helmet over their head
5: uh scanning over the room um Lizette is sort of still taking taking notes of everyone that she sees uh particularly i would like to note that she looks absolutely disgusted by the child <laughs> um <laughs> but uh because of her affinity for fire she is going to go up to the goliath who's like sitting really still and kind of like snap in front of his face
0: (laughs) uh you snap in front of his face and this goliath like their body stays perfectly still and you just watch as their eyes look up towards you and they just say "Mm -hmm, yes
5: are you all right you seem to be quite stiff
0: hmm. i sit and then they just kind of look back at the fire
5: well you're quite the conversationalist you you're sitting yes um why are you sitting so still
0: i not need move I find solace stillness
5: that's gonna write that down and kind of like perch almost like interviewing him (laughs) alright so you find solace in not moving and what exactly does that feel like Solace.
0: Uh, And they kind of, whereas before they just looked at you with their eyes, they now turn their head to look at you and say, Solace, feel calm, quiet, thoughts, gentle.
5: All right. Solace, feel quiet, soft, gentle. <sighs> okay. And she's going to shut the book and leave. <laughs> um,
0: just leave. Trying to the... find the rest of her crew. <laughs> Perfect. I think as you like shut the book and leave, pretty much you're heading towards the door of the lounge car, back towards the sleeper car, and uh, Lonlin is, like, rushing in now, has left the sleeper car, and is, like, bursting through, and you guys meet each other pretty much in that passageway in between train cars.
5: Lolan, is everything all right?
1: <gasps> Thank you. I, I didn't know where you went. Are you are you okay? And she'll just kind of, like, march up to her and just kind of quickly look around her for a second and just make sure she's okay.
5: Oh, yeah. Everything is quite fine, actually. There's The lounge car's rather lovely, a bit boring, but other than that... Relaxing if that's your cup of tea.
1: Oh, are they serving tea? And she'll like kind of scooch by her and like go towards
0: the lounge. She'll sure <laughs> serve
1: anything for you.
0: Uh, yeah, Longlin, as you go in, it is, you can definitely see there are lots of people with the, the people that are there. They all have tea. And uh, there is actually no one behind the bar, but there is like a little self-serve tea station with a brass and copper uh, kettle that seems to just be constantly steaming.
1: I will absolutely go get myself a cup of tea.
0: Perfect. I think as you move past and go get a cup of tea, you just hear this old woman, um, as you're walking past, uh, say, Oh, hello, Dee Dee. Hello. You're, uh, are you here to, uh, enjoy the fire?
1: Oh, I, I could stay for a bit. The fire is very nice. Is How big is the fire? Oh, it's
0: like quite large. It's like a eight foot wide uh, fireplace, like built into the wall of the train. Um, and it's kind of strange. It is right flush with the wall of the train. And you actually see like stonework and mantelwork. But when you were approaching the train, there wasn't like an outcropping or something like there wasn't a place for this to extend beyond the side. This seems almost like some sort of extra dimensional space, or it's just like a illusion or something, but uh, whatever is happening, it makes it feel really warm and cozy.
1: You're going to squint at the fire for a moment and I'll settle down with my cup of tea and uh, I'll, I'll join the, the old lady. Sure.
0: not? Perfect. I think as you come over, And like realize that all three of the seats are taken. The big Goliath looks over and without saying anything, uh, just unfolds themselves, uh, stands up and says suit and then walks over and like walks like two feet over to the side and just sits on the floor beside the chairs cross-legged
1: no i no 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 i no 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 i don't want to take your spot it's, no 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 you you come sit down uh, no, the, it's okay come, come back the and goliath sit down.
0: just fully ignores you and is just uh looking serenely ahead of the fire
1: all is is gonna feel super bad and anxious and she's just gonna leave to head back oh to the <laughs> um no, I can't take your spot. And she just leaves and she's going to go back to the sleeper car. <laughs> uh,
0: I will admit, I did not think the, um, the big, like, uh, Goliath taciturn creature character, uh, would be, I don't know, uh, such a point of antagonism. I kind of love it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cricket and Salem uh, Lizette and Lonlin return. Lizette a few minutes before Lonlin.
2: Uh, so, were you actually talking to strangers?
4: Well,
5: I spoke to a couple of them.
3: Hmm. Anyone interesting? Anyone sitting in the smoky corner of a room, perhaps?
5: Quite a few sitting around, but no one of note, no one interesting, no one looking uh, dangerous, unfortunately.
4: That's a shame.
2: You know, that actually makes me feel a little bit, bit better about the situation, if I, if anything. Um, uh, what time is it right now? Would it be it's around the time that we are going to pass out or a few hours uh, past? Or,
0: I mean, know, it's like, like the morning. It's like 1230. Like, oh, shoot. Okay. Like this train is like the red eye. It left and this all happened pretty quick.
4: Hmm.
2: Well, we're going to be here for the long one. So uh, uh let's get settled in. Anyone want to play some cards?
4: Well,
1: this is just like a summer party,
3: isn't it? And with that note, I think it's time for me to get uh, get a drink. I'll be back. I'm in for cards, just not right this second.
5: Bring me something.
3: Any preferences?
5: You have to know the answers now.
3: It's alcohol, right? It's th- that's the preference? Preferably. Salem grins and without even waiting for an answer is gone.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Uh, Salem, where are, you, uh, where are you heading off to? Oh, the ritziest,
3: richest part of this ritzy, ritzy, rich, wonderful train, uh,
0: which I suppose would probably be the lounge, right? So you do know that the caboose itself is mm. a private lounge, but you do not currently have, like, permission to go in there. But you do know that the the caboose is, like, the ritzy part.
4: Ah,
3: <sighs> well... What fun is getting into a place that you have an invitation to? <laughs> well, I know where Salem's going.
0: Perfect. Uh, yeah, so you you can make your way through Sleeper Car 2, uh, through Cargo 2, which is behind Sleeper Car 2, and uh, the caboose is at the very end, as cabooses typically are.
3: Oh, I don't um, think it was ever clarified, by the way, but uh, Salem has also made some fashion adjustments since they're headed north and want to look a little bit different and has to find something to go with green shoes and there's not a whole lot of things that go with green so <laughs> Salem has opted for some hot orange pants oh wow and a uh a pink feathered wig with a okay. cap pulled over the top
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh i love that that's awesome um I think uh, Sleeper Car 2 looks pretty much identical to Sleeper Car 1. And the cargo is like, it's fairly neatly ordered. It's nothing fancy. It's just a cargo container. There's a lot of luggage um, and there's also just some mailbags and stuff. Well, that's fine. Salem's not very interested in that anyways. They want the caboose. (laughs) Perfect. Uh, So in that little passageway between Cargo 2 and the caboose, uh, the door into the caboose is this big iron door, and there's quite like a fancy-looking lock right in the very center of the door. Do I see any guards or anything of the sort, or just the door? It's uh, just the door.
3: All right. Well, in that case, I suppose I'll uh, I'll set to it and pick the lock. All right. Yeah. Make a thieves' tools check for me. All right. With dexterity or. Uh, yes, please. Okay. One second. Got a 20.
4: Oh, dirty, 20. 20. Dirty. dirty
0: 20. Dirty 20. Dirty 20. To be dirty, hey. hey. 20. Awesome. So, uh, with a dirty 20, you look at this like beautifully gilded lock and this is child's play for you this is a for all of its like filigree and its imposing demeanor with this iron door it's not an advanced lock and you are able to pick this almost effortlessly as you just like barely whisper your thieves tools in and just subtly turn things and then you hear a click and the door is now fully unlocked Salem's going to step right in as if they own the place. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Uh, As you step in, you see this beautiful, like absolutely gorgeous lounge. It is, there are like crystal chandeliers hanging from the ceiling. There are these beautiful brass and leather booths. And most noticeably, the caboose the outside dimensions of the caboose are like 45 feet long by just over 15 feet wide, but the interior dimensions of the caboose have to be more like 100 feet long and like 75 feet wide. And in the very center of the caboose, you actually see a round bar uh, so that something can be so it can access or like serve everybody around. And working at the bar, you see, kind of a many armed automaton this warforged bartender. And as you watch, like they welcome you and say, Oh, hello. Welcome to the caboose. What can I get for you, sir? Or ma'am, or does uh, Salem,
3: Salem grins and is pleased, honestly. (laughs) Uh, and, and says, uh, in just, just consideration. What have you got?
0: Ah, well, we have whatever you would like. We are, if you've made your way into the caboose here, you are obviously welcome in the caboose. And we have whatever pleases your fancy. And they start pulling bottles from the shelf. uh, And you see they've got like nice bottles of rum and some like blue bottles with a beautiful kind of almost like turquoise liquid inside or at least it looks turquoise through the blue and they pull it off and they say would you prefer a manhattan maybe a scotch and soda or maybe you would prefer tea whichever you would prefer i am happy to serve you now marcus are there any regions in esune that are particularly well known for wine yes absolutely uh Threllis is Threllis, where you guys are kind of like theoretically going to that's what i figured yeah
3: so Mm -hmm. uh so salem will request the finest threlly swine that they have available ah a bottle if you've got it of course
0: someone take take it back to my sleeper car to enjoy ah yes we do have to observe the laws of the land and we do request and they produce this like just regular paper bag and they say as you are traveling through the cars please make sure you keep the bottle in the paper bag, Salem grins. Not a problem at all, friend. Easy Perfect. Man.
3: And uh, we'll, we'll paper bag the bottle of like presumably exceptionally expensive wine. Absolutely, nonchalantly swing their way back out the door and head uh, head back towards the cabin.
0: Perfect. Um, before you leave, can you just make me a perception check? Absolutely. Yes.
3: Got five. <laughs> The whole five it's not uh, quite as high as the dirty 20 but it's five <laughs> yeah
0: i think you're more taken away like taken in this like extra dimensional space that's bigger than it should be with this bar keeper uh and even though there are areas of candlelight and beautiful glow there are still areas of shadow but nothing really catches your eye in anything and you kind of just realize that you have a probably like 150 golds worth of wine just in a paper bag in your hand and you were just given it no one asked you for money no one asked you for id uh perfect so yeah you can make your way back to the sleeper car and you can have a game of cards between the four of you um are you are you playing for for stakes
4: uh
2: cricket will probably be using like small silver just so that you the game could continue on for a longer period of time rather than just getting cleaned out right away.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, if anybody, yeah, would like to uh, roll just a straight... Actually, I think we're going to go with uh, a combination here. We're going to do a performance check and a deception check. And Lonlin, because of your don't tell me the odds, I'm going to say roll with advantage.
1: I'm purposely not trying to win with okay. these people <laughs> <laughs> i'm like a purposely losing oh,
3: very that kind so of cute. you very kind of you can i tell that you're purposefully losing
1: <laughs> i think that's an insight check baby <laughs> sure
3: yeah. are you trying to hide that you're purposefully losing
1: yes like i'm trying to make it look effortless well, and like got, i'm, I'm got trying a, to
3: i've got a 21 on insight Okay.
1: Hang on, uh, let me roll. Yeah, roll with <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ah, That's 17 on the dice. 23.
0: 23. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just
3: I can't tell. Well done, well done indeed.
0: Yeah, uh, as far as you can tell, Lonlin is really trying to win. Um Seems like it's a cordial game, but Lonlin is definitely trying to win. I'm just, um, I've
1: never played this game before. You, you guys need to go easy on me.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. So uh, for <laughs> the people who are trying to win, actually and earnestly, uh, roll a performance and a deception check.
2: So I also have proficiency with card games. Would that oh. give me any other kind of buff or bonus? Hmm.
0: I... I mean, you would add your proficiency bonus for sure, um,
2: I'm already proficient in all those,
0: <laughs> yeah, that's true. You are a bard, you're proficient in everything um <laughs> uh, let's say uh keep yourself an a uh, plus two for that as kind sure. of like a a thing specific to card games
2: okay, so deception and performance, are you kidding me? <laughs>
5: Both are really... nat 1s!
4: Oh <laughs> my god! <laughs> what?
5: We're about to clear you out.
2: Roll 20! What are you, are you doing to me? How worse
1: than Lundlin? <laughs> the thing
2: is, I got a 13 London's, and a 10.
3: Lundlin's trying to lose.
2: I got a 13 and 10 with <laughs> two nat 1s!
0: Wow. What the hell? <laughs> but yeah, you are trying uh. incredibly hard, Cricket. And you are like, you purposely set this at Silver's, so that you're not just cleaned out right away. And you find that that was a very good decision, and you might have actually been better even just having this set at Copper. You are like, you are feeling like, you are feeling the sting of this. Um, Salem and Lizette, are you playing as well? Absolutely, yeah. All oh right. yeah,
5: Lizette's getting really competitive. <laughs> Um, I got
4: a dirty 20,
5: dirty 20,
4: dirty
0: 20, dirty
5: 20 on 30, 20, a uh, math, a 11 on performance.
0: Okay. I think. Yeah. Uh, and Salem, what did you get? Oh, Cat. Salem did not
3: do well. Salem's Salem's too busy enjoying this wine, which they have also proffered to Lisette as well. Uh,
0: Sixteen and three, respectively, for deception. Okay. Uh, So I think with that, I think overall, the person who comes out ahead is definitely Lisette. That competitive spirit, Um, and Lisette has like fully black scleras. It is very hard to get a read on Lisette. Her deception is pretty outstanding and you're like i have no idea if lisette is like bluffing if she's got a good hand i i don't even know if she is playing the same game um and i think with a performance uh yeah you do still manage to like clean people out i think yeah lisette definitely gets kind of the most uh salem gets like wins a couple hands uh long wins only a few hands Uh, Kind of to make it, you know, like, seem like you are still trying. Like, you're not just, like, throwing them. Um, But unfortunately, Cricket, I don't think you win a single hand. You can't get a read on any of your companions. All of the cards you kept getting, like, you keep getting dealt. Um, They're, like, just, like, they're a, a three and, like, a seven um, but I there can't are different even get a pair suits. here what the
1: hell <laughs> is, is cricket the one dealing
2: um, I, I i start off dealing and like halfway through my hands are just shaking my hands are cursed um <laughs> uh, uh, what of you take this deck i don't want it anymore
1: longlin will absolutely take it it's, and shuffle it's it Cursed and like no 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 no, no. it's just you just need to warm up. You're you're doing great. <laughs> can I try to, like, because I'm also proficient with playing card set and tools, can I, like, try to sneak him a few good hands? <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, so this would definitely be a sleight of hand and a deception. I okay. would say the deception, <laughs> you could have that plus two that I gave to Cricket.
1: Okay, I'll do my sleight of hand first.
0: Ooh, ooh. that's an 8 okay. deception. I think we
2: all uh, see that
0: yeah. oh
1: no it's a 10 for my deception
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, like as soon as the cards are handed to Lonlin um, everyone sees like Lonlin kind of like very like telegraphing trying to like bring certain cards up to the front and occasionally like actually I think you drop the deck a couple of times because you're trying to like Whoopsie be subtle doodle. about it Uh, and you're kind of like as you're doing it, you're like, you have like pity in your eyes for Cricket, and it is very easy. Like all of you have a passive insight higher than eight, um, I believe. None of you have a negative wisdom modifier, right? No, no. Okay, nope. yeah, um, yeah. So you definitely like you can all see that Lonlin is actively trying to like give Cricket a good hand.
5: <laughs> Lonlin.
1: She's going to play dumb.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that deception carries through and it does not, like, everyone like, it is still very clear.
1: Yeah. Oh, she deflates a little
0: bit. <laughs> You're know,
5: quite sweet, but this is a game. This is a game of wits. Let him know.
1: I know. But... I will suffer in <laughs> peace. But, but look at him. He doesn't, he doesn't have to win at least once.
2: I will do this. <laughs> I, i'm good at cards i can get this
0: <laughs>
2: i will make my money back
0: and i think like with that determination of you got to make your money back the card game goes on for a little while and cricket you just do not have the luck you
1: i hate like, this knowing, wait 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 knowing that cricket's trying to earn his money back lonlin will play to win <laughs> now. <laughs> oh, oh my god
0: all right uh <laughs> yeah, roll with uh, with advantage. Luck um,
1: uh, day, uh, or is that deception performance and performance?
0: Because this is you know it's a game of bluffing and stuff. With advantage, yeah, with advantage because you don't tell me the odds thing. Okay, so my
1: performance is. Where's my performance here? Twenty one, and then my deception is. Oh, that's good. <laughs> 21
0: yeah so i think like for the first like 45 minutes where cricket is dealing lisette you're really coming out ahead and then um like lonlin takes over dealing cricket like is determined to start like actually winning again and suddenly luck seems to shift and lonlin that hot or like lisette that hot streak you were on kind of fades a little bit and suddenly lonlin just starts dominating the entire game. Um, and I think with that, uh, you guys can spend, like, several hours playing cards. And it ends up with, like, Cricket has lost however much money Cricket bet um, on this. Salem has uh, taken some of Cricket's money. Um,
2: Are but... we just divvying up the gold? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: All right, answering. guys,
2: you get 20 gold. Have fun.
0: Yeah. And then, like, Lizette and Lonlin, I think you end up with almost an equal share, uh, but Lonlin, you have probably like 60%, whereas Lizette, you have about 40% total at the end.
2: Divvy up the 20 gold. <laughs> Cricket's going to just kind of like stand up, put on like a coat. You know, I, I think I need to take a walk. i uh, just going to explore a little bit. Um, oh. Yeah, you guys have a good time. Uh, it's now
0: like... Two in the morning. Yeah,
2: I know what I'm doing.
5: Wait. I'm
0: good. I'm good. I
2: don't need, who needs to sleep? (laughs) Come on. Lizette, am I right? No. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't expecting that answer. Uh, Salem, am I right?
3: What? About sleep? Yeah. Salem is a little bit, a little bit red in the cheeks, and it's not from their rouge. Uh, It, yeah, yeah. Sleeps for chumps.
1: Exactly. Well, then I'm a big old chump, and Lonlin will be proud of <laughs> <you. laughs> me. Rich chump, though, right
3: now. All right, Lonlin, you can enjoy being a chump. I'll take cricket for a stroll.
2: Am I getting walked?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna take the money earned back and like whatever bunk. Uh, cricket took i'm gonna to, like put the money
0: under oh it's like the tooth fairy without having to lose any teeth
1: yeah
0: uh <laughs> perfect yeah uh you can absolutely Ooh, taking for a walk don't don't worry no just there company <laughs> perfect uh so it's two in the morning uh long then you put the coins underneath cricket's bunk underneath his pillow rather uh you are welcome to go to sleep or do whatever you would like, uh, but Cricket and Salem, you guys, you both are going for a little walk. Unless Cricket would totally like to be on his own. Nah. Salem would respect that, if so.
2: I, I don't think Cricket cares one way or the other. Uh, he just wants to kind of explore now. Check out, like, the, the cargo uh, cars.
0: Perfect. Uh, yeah, so are you heading uh, to the front or the back?
2: Oh, let's take, take a look at the front.
0: Okay, sure. Haven't been that way yet. Perfect. Yeah. You guys, you make your way through the lounge car and you see now that uh, that, well, I guess you didn't see them before, but there are only three people in the lounge car. Now the child is fully asleep in their chair, just sprawled out in the way children seem to be like able to occupy so much more space than they actually exist in.
2: It's honestly really astounded. Yeah. It's like they're their own extra dimensional portal.
0: Exactly. Um, And the Goliath is still just sitting cross-legged on the floor um, with a steaming cup of tea in their hands, which are just resting at their chest level. Um, But you see their eyes are closed. And uh, there's just a halfling woman uh, in the middle of the chairs, like in the middle chair, rather, who is just knitting. And as you open the door, it says, Oh, hello you're up late
2: yeah i uh, just wanted to explore around a little bit we spent a lot of time playing cards so i need to stretch up the legs uh, uh. also i oh. think this this uh this guy over here can use a little bit of fresh air am i right
0: <laughs> what fresh air? Huh?
2: yeah fresh air right salem let's keep going
0: yeah hey well uh enjoy your perambulation and I'll be here if you need a conversationalist. I, I'm a bit of a night owl myself. Huh. Uh, and right. But uh, yes, uh, my name is uh, my name's Argentina. And uh, feel free to come say hi if you'd like. If not, uh, have a fantastic evening. And then she just turns back and starts knitting again.
2: Name's Cricket, by the way. Thank you, Argentina.
3: Oh, Salem uh, sticks their arm through crickets and says, All right, Cricket. Perambula what's it away? <laughs> you got that out. You got
2: that out indeed. Um I let we I'm going to go into cargo 1 and just take a look at uh, what's all there.
0: Perfect. Yeah, in uh cargo 1, you take a look and again it's mostly like luggage and there are crates um but uh actually both of you make a perception check and Salem how much of the bottle of wine did you drink?
3: Oh, I mean, uh, how long was the card game? Like an hour and a half. <laughs> what bottle of wine? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be gone. I mean, yeah. I didn't finish it alone. Presumably, Lisette helped. I, uh,
0: yeah. So, <laughs> in that case, uh, just make a Constitution saving throw for me. <laughs> All right.
3: <laughs> Five.
0: <laughs> oh, no, don't get sick. <laughs> so you are going to roll your perception check with disadvantage Um as, you know, it's just like everything's just a little bit fuzzy Um and the motion of the train, it just makes you feel just not great right now. Seven. <laughs>
2: nice. I got an 18. Okay. <laughs> that should help. Uh,
0: yeah, uh, I think as like you pass from the lounge car into the cargo car uh, that you're in that like open area between the two cars and Salem, you just stop and close your eyes and smell that fresh air. And you're very close to the sea still. So there's still that like saltiness in the air and it smells beautiful and fairly invigorating. And you kind of just follow cricket into the cargo, but you keep your eyes closed. As you're walking, you know, just that like that drunken, like walk, like you believe your eyes are open, um, but your eyes are just fully closed, uh, as you walk into the cargo car. Um, I've
2: done that so many times. (laughs) 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 That's relatable. (laughs)
0: Um, uh, cricket with an 18, you, as you walk in, you see all of these like crates, um, and you see probably the the most kind of noticeable thing is that on on several of the crates near you you just see like uh in addition to the this way up one of which is upside down currently um you do see like a graphic symbol for the explosion and like a like handle with care stickers and all of these like labels saying like fret, like fragile or uh you know in Elvish fragile. Um <laughs> oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <I'd> forgotten. <laughs> uh, but also in uh with an 18 as well, you uh, at the other end of the cargo container, you see a a big metal barred cage. Um and it's Fairly dark in there but you've you in your dark vision you can just see towards the other end and there's just a metal barred cage right towards the very front of the train
2: i should do half elves half dark vision
0: i believe you do
2: for some reason i thought they don't i don't oh, know they do i'm yeah. yes you're right sorry <clears throat> uh okay uh my mind blanked on that as soon as you said dark vision. I was like, I don't have dark vision. Sorry, <laughs> what's in the what's in the cage?
0: Uh, you don't see anything in the cage currently. Like as you enter, you just see the cage. Kind of, at, you have it's sixty foot dark vision, right? Yeah, yeah. So you just see the the bars of the cage at the other end, uh, but you don't see anything in it currently.
2: I want to take a look at that. That could be fun. Could be like All a, right. a weird monster here.
0: Yeah. Uh, as you move forward, you see this quite large uh shape on the floor for all intents or for all like everything you can see this creature seems like definitely asleep um whatever it is as you draw closer uh salem you can see this now too as you manage to like open your eyes and suddenly the world even though it is dark uh becomes just a little bit brighter than it was a moment ago. And you're not exactly certain why, but somehow the world got brighter and you can see again. Um, And you see this um, big figure, uh, well, a big shape sleeping on the floor of this cage. It's like a, a 10 by 10 cage. And this creature, whatever it is, seems to kind of take up that entire space when it's lying down. And you see, like as you draw closer, you see feathers on the back and a um just a big hulking shouldered shape. And as you draw closer, you hear
4: mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm.
2: Oh, is that an owl bear?
0: Uh, yes, it is indeed an owl bear, uh, in Cargo One. Oh, I've heard
2: of things like that. Oh, it's that's, oh,
3: that's, oh that's gosh. A,
2: uh, what's it? That's, uh, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I'll uh, be quiet. I think there's um an owl right Qua- over there. Clima?
3: Why? Why are we being quiet? There's an ooh! owl bear.
2: Oh, yeah, right over
3: there. Right over there. Yeah. Ooh, ooh. All right. Uh, I want to touch it. No, I
4: want to <laughs> pet you. it. Cricket, F- come on,
2: feed it. Don't pet. Don't touch it. No, I want to it.
3: pet it, cricket.
4: Come on, you're Isn't gonna the... lose an
3: arm. It's not... gonna be on me. No, it's it's all right. It's all right. I promise, I won't lose an arm. Look, <laughs> come on, cricket, come on. Let me touch the owl bear.
2: I'm not used to being in this position. Uh, uh, you know. Okay, you know. I have an idea.
3: I'm going to okay. unlink my arm from crickets and start creeping towards the owl bear. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going
2: gonna, I'm gonna to touch it on its face, and then you could touch it on its, on its rear, and it won't know that you're there. So you get more time to touch it, but I get us distracted. Oh, he's got a fluffy little butt. Oh, I, yes. I, maybe. <laughs> I don't know.
0: It does uh, indeed have a fluffy little butt. Um, it's a very, like, uh yeah. Uh, actually, both of you make a nature check, uh, and I think Salem. I'm sorry. <laughs> Everything's a disadvantage. I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: it's
3: an eleven. Okay. Salem's got a uh,
0: A four. Salem, it's got a fluffy little butt.
3: <laughs> yes. All right. Perfect. Okay. All right. I'll touch the butt. Uh, let me touch the face <laughs>
2: first. One second. I'm gonna like rush, like like kind of like uh, go to the other side of the cage and I'm going to try and see if it's awake, and if it's not, I'm just going to, like, tap it on its beak.
0: Perfect. Uh, Salem, do you heed Cricket's warning, or do you just reach forward and touch the little butt?
3: Salem, moving forwards, and walking towards the butt, and blinks, and has every intention of following Cricket's warning, but really he's honestly forgotten what Cricket's
0: warning was. (laughs) (laughs) I think uh, cricket just as you get around to the front uh Salem reaches through and starts stroking these soft like furry feathers and Ooh. as soon as their hand does uh cricket you see these big owlish eyes open wide and this creature <laughs> uh and like turns around uh and snarls at Salem
3: uh, Ow. Well, that's not nice. Come on. Come on. Come on. Uh, no, it's it's okay. It's all right. Might, it's okay. It's okay. might
4: want
3: okay. to okay. move your hand now. No, it's, it's all right. You don't mean
0: anything about it's It's fine. Uh, it's all good. I would say make an animal handling check. And I think because Cricket is there, uh, just make it a straight check. So. I'm
2: trying to help. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I'm going to use my human determination. Can I roll nice. with the message? Yeah. All right. right. I got a 17. A 17. Beautiful. As this owl bear turns around beside you and this like lumbering form uh, spins around and this creature puts its head right up to the bars um, and just kind of <laughs> smells you. And then, like, puts its head down, and you start hearing it almost like purring, like, as it, like, kind of like is rubbing its head up against the bars and kind of like looking at you, uh, as if to say, like, come on, scratch. And I think you reach in and you find, like, you know, that spot on like a dog where they just start going and start like shaking their leg. You watch as this owl bear, this ferocious beast, starts just.
3: Cricket, Cricket, I
4: made a friend.
2: I can't believe it. Yeah, no, you've made a really big friend.
3: Yeah, <laughs> can, I, can I keep it? I
2: don't think we're allowed to keep it. Well, but look, I've already got
3: the... <laughs> can Salem have tried to, like, uh, pop the locks that are holding it in place? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I, I
0: assume
2: while you're trying to pop the locks, I'm actually trying to look for, like, identification, like a name for this owlbear. Okay. Or like, who who might own this owlbear?
0: Absolutely. Uh, Salem, please make a Thieves' Tools check with disadvantage. Um, right. And, uh, yeah, Cricket, you can make a Perception or Investigation check.
2: I'll do Perception. That's a Dirty 20. That's a Dirty 20. Yeah. Dirty 20. Dirty 20 dirty
0: 20 a dirty 20 oh my god we've got that's like the third or fourth tonight
2: we've already made a lot
3: of rolls though to be Woo! fair as well <laughs> i've only, only got a 13 so it's probably
2: a not. 13
0: uh as you're like you are like trying to pick the lock with one hand as you're still like petting the owlbear um and you're just like kind of shoving your thieves tools into the lock and you're trying to do it one-handed and it's just unfortunately not and um you spend a couple minutes like trying it. And when you pull your thieves tools out, uh, they're not horribly bent, but they are just like, they're not as like precise as they used to be. Um, and I think with, um, with, the, uh, the dirty 20 cricket, you absolutely see, uh, two things you see on the, on the Albert itself, there is a collar with just like a little tiny, like identity identification tag. And, uh, you also see on the actual door of the cage, there is a, uh, a big sign and the sign says cage contains, and then one times owl bear, uh, owner stone Mountain guy. And you see, uh, on the collar with that dirty 20, uh, there's just a little name for this owl bear and the name is Fluffy.
4: Aww. Uh,
2: hey, Salem. Salem! I, uh, don't, I don't know if I'd do that if I were you. What? Uh, Why not? Uh, well, having an bear walk around might not be uh, the safest for everyone else who's not as skilled and talented as you are.
3: Oh, alright. I suppose that's fair.
2: Ah, uh, but guess what? What? Its name is Fluffy. Ah! <laughs> <laughs>
4: I love
3: it too. Ah! <laughs> Salem buries their face in the owl bear's butt, <laughs> just
0: like straight down like a pillow.
4: <laughs> Fluffy.
0: <laughs> the owl bear uh, continues to do that like weird combination of like pigeon coo, but also like owl hoot, um, as the owl bear like sits down and seems incredibly content to be getting this attention and love.
4: Uh, I
2: love it. Yeah. Yeah, um I think I think we should maybe uh head on down now. We're in a room full of explosives, I I think. Um Alright, sure. Let's let's go get a can I, I think time? I think we're ready to fall asleep now. Maybe we can uh show Lizette yeah. and Lawland uh fluffy yeah. tomorrow. Yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Perfect.
2: Let's go pass out now. I'm gonna just kind of I guess I I'll probably drag Salem or not drag, but like uh, do like the underharmed, uh, underarmed carry. Yes, yeah, yeah.
3: easy,
0: easy enough. I think as you like head up, uh, and start moving back through the cargo, Fluffy just kind of goes,
4: hmm, Bye, Fluffy. See you soon. Bye bye. <laughs> Love you.
3: I'll, I'll be back. Don't worry.
0: <laughs> uh, Perfect. Uh, yeah, you guys make your way back through the lounge, back through the commuter car into the sleeper car. Um, the people that are in the commuter car, there are a couple people, but they're all asleep in their seats. Um, and uh, Argentina just waves to you as you move through the lounge car. And uh, yeah, you make it back to your sleeper car. Uh, Lizette and Lonlin, while they were off exploring, did you do anything? Did you have a conversation or did you just go right to sleep?
1: Uh, Longwood would kind of press Lizette for questions, sort of, uh, be like, where did you learn how to play cards like that?
5: That's a, uh, a great question. Not entirely sure. It just seems that I know things that I don't remember learning.
1: Oh, you're just naturally gifted?
5: Uh, you could say that. I wouldn't say naturally. Where did you learn how to play cards? Not well, watching you. <laughs> so kind of like. Smile. Can I insight check?
0: <laughs> I mean, sure. this is all between you guys. I'm not enforcing any insight or deception amongst you guys.
1: Um, uh, I got a fourteen. <laughs> I only got an eleven. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's pretty clear Lonlin knew how to play cards before tonight.
5: All right. If you insist,
1: I guess learn from the best, as they say. Oh, you're definitely the best. What are you going to do with your portion of Cricket's money, by the way? Oh, um, keep it.
5: (laughs) (laughs) I don't really have use for material goods, but it's nice to take something from him.
1: What? How
5: come? What? what? <laughs> well, haven't you ever, you know, enjoyed a little bit of chaos every now and then, Lonlan? I... not really. Oh, come now. You're quite the adept fighter. Fighting is mostly chaos,
1: as I've come to learn it. I like to keep the peace between people. I don't like the fighting of it. But sometimes force is necessary, which is unfortunate.
5: Right. Well, from what I know of being in the field, it seems like it's quite a bit of fighting. Is this your first time in the field? Yes. I spent the majority of my time at MacGuffin's in the archives.
1: Have you done much field work until now? Oh, e- of course. Yeah, I mean, I us- my, my main gig is escort work. Right, so that's why i are so adept. <laughs> Although I, I I don't think I've ever been to the archives before. I, I couldn't even tell you. I didn't even know MacGuffins had one. It's
5: not very interesting. Not in, in comparison, of course. Well, that's not
1: true. I mean, books can be exciting
4: i guess
5: oh well the books are absolutely exciting they're incredibly well written and full of so much information it's the archives themselves that are quite boring not a lot happens down there it's mostly just frank yvonne and me or sorry was frank yvonne and me oh wait did something happen to frank or yvonne oh no i'm just
1: i've been transferred Great. Right. I mean, you'll, you'll go back soon, hopefully. I mean, hopefully once this business is done. Hopefully. Well, I'll see to it. I'll make sure nothing happens
5: to you guys. Well, isn't that kind of you? I will also see that nothing happens to you anymore as much as I can.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hopefully. Oh, She'll just smile at that and like she's kind of like sitting on her bunk now and she's just going to stay up until the others come back just to make sure they come back
5: yeah they that's sitting cross-legged on the floor waiting for them to come back they've been gone an awful long time haven't they
1: i, I hope they didn't get lost i mean how it, it, it's nearly impossible to get lost in a train right you'd think so but you'd think that it'd also be impossible to get lost in a library and i've done it to several times they'll they'll be back soon. Maybe give them another 10 minutes and we'll, we can head out.
5: Sure. I do hope they haven't gotten themselves into too much trouble. Or, actually, I kind of hope they do.
1: <laughs> well, just uh, i just kind of stares at Lizette, like, hmm? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and that sounds like the perfect time for Cricket and Salem to re-enter the sleeper car.
1: Uh, Hello,
2: everybody. Hey, Dick. Come on, Taylor. We're, he- we're-, we're here. Oh,
3: uh, hi, friends. I found Fluffy. You what? I found Fluffy. Were you looking yes. for Fluffy? Oh, thank you. Have I still got some Fluffy on my face?
1: What? Is it obvious that they're drunk? <laughs> I oh. haven't had a,
2: a, a touch of liquor.
0: Oh, Salem, it's very obvious that Salem is drunk I think so for sure
1: I, I'm going to slip off the bunk and just sort of I, I'm, I'm going to kind of motion for Salem to kind of lean down for a second yeah and I'm going to like squish their cheeks and put five oh. lay on hands on them are you taking <laughs> away their drunkenness? yes
2: oh, I'm <laughs> why would you do that oh, that
4: <laughs>
3: might be like an idiot
1: Oh, no, no, no! you no, 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 no! no. I was just trying to help. But, Sorry. No, it's so you could drink more. But there's mm. no more at, wine at 2 a.m.
5: Lizette pulls oh, out the oh, no. bottle of scotch that Al gave gave them because she has three now. I think.
2: Oh my god! I think you're
3: right. <laughs> oh
5: yeah, because I gave you crickets, didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> well, we can all just remake it happen.
1: Yes, perfect. <laughs> Lonlin will just. You'll we'll kind of stare at her feet for a moment and just be like thinking to herself, I have more lay on hands. It's okay. Just calm down. <laughs> I'm just try to look at like, does catnap make us feel well rested? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Makes you feel short rested for sure.
4: Oh man. <laughs> uh,
0: I think with that, you can easily like spend the, as much of the night uh, as you would like having like a full on kind of adult slumber party drinking, uh, staying up late way later than you realistically should. Like it is like two 30 at night, uh, when that bottle of scotch gets pulled out. Um, and eventually you manage to, if not fall asleep, um, you kind of all like the evening winds down and you manage to Well, I was going to say y'all get a a long rest, but is there anybody who purposely doesn't go to sleep?
2: I'd fall asleep, I think.
0: All right.
5: Lizette purposely doesn't go to sleep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So I think everyone else feels like fine. You wake up at like 11 o'clock the next morning. um, But Lizette, you're awake the entire time as people are asleep. Um, I think you wake up uh, with the drinking and everything you feel quite tired uh, without having that extra night of sleep Um, so just fair warning I'll probably say you have a level of exhaustion
1: uh, it's, Is, I also all right. I want to point out as Lonlin sleeps she does snore <laughs> like very loudly
2: <laughs> oh my god shut up I'm trying to sleep here
3: Salem is drunk enough that they just they're just gone, a second time, and London can't do anything about it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Wait, are you like gone, gone? Like, are are you off to fluffy again?
3: Um,
2: during this point, cricket would probably plant a seed in Salem's idea about sleeping with the bear.
3: Yeah, Salem's Salem's left. Okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it make a, it makes a really good blanket, just saying. <laughs> uh perfect probably uh, actually.
0: So, uh cricket and lawnland fall asleep in the cabin. Uh Salem you pass through yet again the like commuter car, the lounge car on your way to the cargo car and you see again still that Goliath is like seems to be sleeping, sitting up. Uh, Argentina is still knitting um, and welcomes you as you go past. Um, and uh, yeah, you managed to make your way to Fluffy and like reach your arms through and F- Fluffy kind of like settles down and is like as close to the bars as they can get. You know when um, you're really and you're on a mission? Yeah. And
3: yeah, <laughs> not going to be stopped from that mission. <laughs>
2: Absolutely. All, all cast enhance ability for dexterity so you can break open. Yes.
0: The <laughs> oh, <laughs> God damn it. All right. Okay. Uh, make uh, Thieves' Tools check. Um, flat, probably? Flat, yeah.
3: yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, da, 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 da. This time, it's a 26.
0: Yay! Oh, my God. <laughs> this time, that drunken, like, you're on a mission that determination, it just floods through your body and you come up to the bars and you kind of like, you welcome, you say hi to fluffy. um, And then you just like glare at the lock and you kind of like mutter under your breath. And like in that drunken way, you threaten the lock itself. And it seems like it somehow just makes it easier. And you basically like put your, your lock picks in and it's as if the lock is scared of you and just like opens itself uh, and, uh, the door is open. Fluffy stands up, <sniffs> smells, and then kind of looks to you for what it sh- what Fluffy should do. <sighs> Nap time. <laughs> uh, do you, uh, do you pull Fluffy out of the cage or do you go into the cage with Fluffy? I go into the cage with Fluffy. Perfect. Absolutely. Why would I do anything
3: else? <laughs> I'm home. Of course I'm in the cage with Fluffy. Yeah. Perfect.
0: Uh, and uh, Lisette, whilst everyone is sleeping, is there anything that you're wanting to do?
5: I think mostly just going over the notes that she has like been writing for the past, I guess it's only been like two days.
0: <laughs> um, it's It's been like three days, but even still, you have a copious amount of notes.
5: Yeah. So she's just kind of like going over them. Like when everyone else wakes up, she's kind of just like sitting cross-legged against on the floor, like covered, like there's papers everywhere. She's just kind of reading them and going them over anything to stay awake.
0: I think as you, um, as you're going through the notes, there are times when you feel yourself almost falling asleep and you watch as the words on the page start to swim before your eyes In that way, that happens like when you're tired, but this is something that you have seen before and it's something that instills like dread and fear in you as these words begin to spell out commands and messages and like you see like an S from one word and an E and an E and a K kind of like melt down the page to form the word seek um and then like a l l um and then you see just a full like the appears from nowhere and you see the word knowledge float out and this page that you were looking at that had all of this writing on it in all of these like dozens of languages um it looks to your eyes in this sleep-addled moment like a blank page with just seek all the knowledge. Um, and you like focus a little bit again, and you shake yourself, and it's the page you were looking at before. It, it must have been a trick of, of the imagination. She kind of like
5: rubs her eyes. Ugh. Okay, all right. Stay awake. Stay awake. We got this.
4: And she can yeah.
5: like write more notes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably the, the easiest way to kind of stay awake is every time you start to fall asleep and reading the notes, you write and you see those messages uh, as they begin to form again. Um, and like you see the word um, like suffer. Um, but as it begins to be like, You see like do not uh, and it starts to like come down in front of do not suffer Uh, you blink it away and start writing again and you spend like kind of quite a few hours with this internal battle to stay awake as your eyes want to fall asleep and you feel this desire to succumb but you push that down and force yourself to write more and write more and um, when everyone else wakes up well everyone other than Salem you see just this pile of paper in front of Lisette and ink on her fingers and um, there's actually like there's like a couple of pens sticking I think into Lisette's hair Um, and Lisette looks a little rattled I mean you guys were up late drinking uh, for all intents and purposes it looks like Lisette didn't sleep but it definitely doesn't look like you know Lisette does not look rested.
1: Good morning all' I'm just gonna sit up and sorry, there's like papers everywhere you said
0: yeah, I think there's like papers all over the floor.
1: can one pick one of them up and just kind of read what it says
0: uh yeah, how many languages do you speak London?
1: three i speak common dwarvish and giant
0: okay so i think you can see individual words um but the sentences themselves are swapping from language to language to language throughout and um lisette on this like page that lonla happens to pick up is there anything that lonlin would see um
5: i'm gonna roll for that So I have a list of, like,
4: books. (laughs) Um,
5: It's, in terms of, like, scattered words, it's a whole bunch of, like, information on the, um, the, the fauna, no, wait, flora of New Republica. Just sort of, like, things like plants and stuff that Lizette has seen on, in between going from the MacGuffins Incorporated to the Tea House. Two back to mcuffins incorporated just on those little (laughs) walks all of the plants and all of like their um information and genus and stuff like that is written down but every word is a different language
1: you you sure were busy last night
5: well knowledge doesn't sleep and neither do i (laughs) You,
1: you, you should sleep
4: oh
5: well
1: you didn't sleep at all
5: Oh, no, no, no time for sleep. There's no time for sleeping. Not when there's so much to learn. Do you think the cot sells breakfast?
1: I sure hope so. I'm I'm starving.
0: Yeah, so as you move into the lounge car, it is definitely, like, there are more people up and about. The train has stopped a couple times in the night to pick up more passengers or let people off. And, uh... The only person, well, there's two people still in the lounge area that you recognize. There's still that human child um, who seems to just be like looking around wide eyed and taking everything in. And Argentina is still sitting in the seat she was in before, uh, still knitting. But you also see like probably eight other people in the lounge car. Um, Noticeably absent uh, is that Goliath. And... Salem, as you wake up, uh, you are, it's like, it's that moment of coming out of that deep drunk sleep where you're not dreaming at all. Um, and there's just some noise at the periphery, uh, that you don't know what it is. You can't identify it, but it is just like, it's, it's, it's incessant and you can't ignore it for some reason, even though you just want to stay asleep. I slowly
3: open my eyes, Slow, uh, like crack one eye open first.
0: Perfect. Uh, let me roll an insight check on that. Okay, um, you see someone standing um, in front of the open door of the cage, and Fluffy is actually still like fully asleep uh, right beside you. Um, But the noise that you are hearing is just the slow breathing of this large Goliath who is standing perfectly still uh, and just looking at you and looking at Fluffy, um, but has not clocked that you are waking up yet. Salem's going to wait and hope that this Goliath goes away. (laughs) Uh, And the Goliath, like... Standing like perfectly still, just stays there. And are there any any flames in the cart? (laughs) Uh, there are some ever burning flames. Um, yeah, like in Uh, little lanterns. Oh, ever burning. Oh, damn. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) ever burning. They've got to be ever burning. Okay, all right. I I suppose. Hold on, hold on. Let me roll. All right, okay,
3: because I can't do what I want to do if they're ever burning. I'll have to figure out something i could figure uh, out something else, but
0: I just rolled a natural twenty, so there are definitely some just regular flames uh I'm going to uh just curl one hand
3: and cast control flames, and uh it's there are no verbal component, so I'll continue to pretend to be sleeping and uh douse the flames
0: okay uh make a sleight of hand check um as you try to do this without being seen or deception if you'd prefer.
3: Uh, either one's the same. 21. Event. 21.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, this Goliath is standing in front of you looking down, and suddenly the cart is plunged into darkness. Salem's not going to say anything.
3: They're just going to very, very quietly, so as not to be seen or heard, mumble the words to
0: invisibility. Okay. Uh, make a uh. This is going to be a high DC because he is like very close to you. Um, make either a perception, a performance, or a stealth check, whichever you would prefer. All
3: right, I know which one I prefer absolutely because I've got. I'm assuming I don't have advantage on this one because it's not moving.
0: Yeah. Yeah, because you are like you're trying to whisper it silently enough to call forth the magic but 17 17 okay yeah you get the sense that this uh goliath has no idea what's happened and like after like honestly it's like five seconds after the darkness uh you hear this "Hmm." and that's all you hear um but you are now fully invisible uh Salem's going to leave.
3: <laughs> Salem doesn't want to be here anymore and uh they're going to stand up and stroll
0: out. Perfect. I think with that uh 21 stealth I'm just going to let that carry forward um as you sneak past this Goliath you're just able to kind of there's enough room just for you to like get between them and the bars and
3: it was it was a 17 on still the 20 oh it was a
0: 17 still on side of stuff. hand yeah oh yeah sorry
3: yeah just making uh, sure
0: yeah yeah perfect okay uh in that case seven, uh i think even with that uh you're able this person was actively looking for you um and didn't see you or didn't find you and so you're able to just sneak past and tiptoe your way down the the cart and you get to the the door and this is probably the point where you know like it's kind of make or break because as soon as you open that door, light from outside is going to flood in. You are invisible, but you know that like they will know where you are.
3: Salem's going to do two things at once. Salem's going to cast Minor Illusion, making the sound of uh, the owl bear slowly waking up. Uh, and then Salem's going to swing open the
0: door and depart. Okay. Perfect. As you cast Minor Illusion, um And the sound of the owlbear waking, you just hear this rumbling morning fluffy uh, from the Goliath as you cast Minor Illusion. The invisibility fades around you, but just as it does, you pull the door closed again behind you and uh, you have left the cargo area. All right. Let's see if this joint has any coffee. Perfect. And uh, yeah. Almost a moment, like just a minute after Lonlin and Lisette entered the dining car. uh, I'm assuming Cricket is with them as well. Uh, Salem enters from the other end. You are all able to get uh, coffee. There is, It actually seems like there's no one behind the bar again. But people at the bar are just calling out what they would like. And then the food or the drink is just like appearing in front of them. As you eat and drink and have these, like, coffee, uh, the dining car is pretty full, but you're able to just kind of find one of the tables if you would like. Um, And it's now around noon. As you are, like, in the dining car and eating, you look out the window and you see this lush, kind of, like, like rainforest-like, Uh, environment outside as you're no longer right beside the coast Um, you have moved whereas before you were heading south you've now started to do the like westward bend uh, heading towards Olmaneus and right as you are uh, eating lunch you look out the window and you see this beautiful like deep river gorge Uh, appear on either side of the train as the train crosses this big, almost mile long bridge over this huge expanse of the Lorraine river. Um, and you look out and it is a beautiful day. Uh, can all of you please make perception checks? Uh, Lisette, you're going to be with disadvantage because, because you're exhausted. Sorry, perception. Yes, please. 12.
5: 12. That's still a 13 with this
0: advantage. All right. 18. 18. 16. 16. Perfect. Yeah, it is a beautiful day. Uh, it is like a beautiful, bright, sunny day. It To those people who partied hard last night, it's kind of painfully bright. But Lonlin, you happen to like, as you're looking out at this expanse of the Lorraine River, you're about the train car itself is about 200 feet above the water. It's this big, deep gorge. And you happen to look to the front. And just as you look forward, you see a big pile of rocks fall down from the mountainside on the other side of. The tracks and (laughs) slam into the um, train tracks themselves, and Uh, all of you feel this uh, as the train slams on its brakes. And brace yourselves. With that, we're going to take a break. Uh, (laughs) Oh no! No! 20s Podcast is sponsored this week by Fabrizio's Fantastic Flappers, the best and brightest dance troupe in the world. These ducky dames and cool cats are the real Oliver Twist, and they have the reviews to prove it. Don't miss the show that the Hastor Herald calls a real berry of a show these puffers really know their onions, and that the Dundaloy Daily dubs the hotsy-totsiest evening of spiffy pins to be had. Get your peepers on the new sensation that's sweeping the nation, and prepare to be zazzled by the swankiest show ever produced. Coming to New Republica for only one month of nearly sold-out shows. Get your tickets to Fabrizio's Fantastic Flappers now, before they're gone! We are also sponsored this week by the Purple Parlor of Plentiful Confection Perfections. With over 1,000 flavors of magically delicious ice creams sure to find the flavor you crave at the Purple Parlor. Classic flavors, new creations, and some combinations for only the bravest of gastronomic adventurers. The Purple Parlor of plentiful confection perfections is constantly introducing something new and exciting to the menu. This week, when you use the code DIRTY20S at the register, You can try a unique ice cream of truly wondrous and magical deliciousness with a guaranteed random magical effect every time. Maybe you gain the ability to levitate for one minute. Maybe you glow with all the colors of the rainbow. Or maybe you turn into a potted plant. The effects and flavors are endless, unknowable, and wholly unique to each individual. Come into the purple parlor of plentiful confection perfections today and experience the coolest, most wildly magical ice cream you will ever have. Welcome back, everyone, from break. So, where we left off. Our intrepid adventurers were just having a beautiful breakfast in the dining car when Lonlin happened to look out the window and saw a rock slide onto the tracks ahead as the train slammed on the emergency brakes and came to a screeching halt. Can everyone please make dexterity saving throws?
1: Is it possible to like grab my companions to try and help. Don't grab me. Don't grab me. Maybe. I'm good.
0: Uh, yeah, I would say uh, I'll go
2: for
1: Lisette. Idea, anything. <laughs> I <got> a four.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a great use. I think Lonlin, because you saw this happening, you were calling out Brace. Um, I think you can absolutely reach out and uh, give Lizette the help action. So Lizette, you can roll with advantage.
5: Wait, does that mean I just roll because I, I have disadvantage? <laughs>
0: <laughs> wait no isn't it just skill,
2: skill checks for exhaustion
0: uh, it is just skill checks for exhaustion you're, you're, saved. Right.
2: you're <laughs> saved don't worry ability check you also <laughs> have
1: a plus three on saves here if you're oh, within see. 10 feet Ooh, of me paladin level six yeah
5: I think exhaustion is just ability check isn't it
0: uh, it is but saving throws are not ability yes. checks Yeah. Oh. So, yeah
5: cool um that's still only like a 7. <laughs>
4: <laughs> with the plus 3, it could
1: be a
5: 10.
4: Yeah.
5: No, that's with the plus 3.
4: Oh
0: my god. With
2: advantage? Yeah.
0: Wow. Oh, that? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a hard uh, knock,
4: Life. <laughs> or your head.
5: To, to be dexterous in the archives.
0: <laughs> uh, Lisette got a 7. Cricket, what did you get?
1: 24.
0: Perfect, Lonlin? Uh,
1: Seventeen.
0: Okay. Uh,
3: Twenty-four as well from Salem. Oh my okay, god! Well,
2: if I have the plus three, it's twenty-seven.
3: Oh so, my okay. god! All right, fine, fine. <laughs> you beat so, me in dexterity save. Then <laughs> I accept
2: this victory over my a terrible loss of cards. I need something. <laughs> I need it.
0: And the other terrible loss um, is Lisette as. This car is slammed forward. You take, uh, you like are sitting facing kind of the same direction as Lonlin, but you're on the, whereas Lonlin was on the, uh, the window seat and looking forward and able to see the rock slide, you're on the aisle seat. And as this train like lurches forward, the rest of you hearing Lonlin yellow brace, like brace yourself, like hold on to things, whatever you want, uh, Lonlin, I think, or sorry, Lisette, you are just in the middle of having a sip of coffee as this happens, and you like try to brace. Lonlin reaches out, tries to grab you, and the momentum uh, just carries you forward into the aisle. You take two points of fire damage as the uh, hot coffee just spills on your face, um, and then you land awkwardly on the ground, and you take another three points of bludgeoning damage.
5: Ah! Ah, oh God! Is it all over my... Is the coffee on my clothes?
0: Uh, absolutely, yeah.
5: Oh no! Salem, I'm <laughs> dreadfully sorry about ruining your tartanac.
3: <clears throat> Salem looks up and shrugs. You know, I'm a little bit more concerned about
0: the train proper at the moment. And as you say that, you hear... <coughs> Uh hello everyone. This is Pete, the train. Um it appears Wait, that the, tr- the train is Pete? <laughs> the train is sentient. It appears that we've had a rock slide. I apologize for the abrupt break there. Um we'll just uh, back ourselves away from that so we're not on a bridge. And you like the train like manages to fully come to a stop and then you start feeling it as it starts moving backwards, um, and in answer to your questions, yes, the train is sentient,
2: oh my God,, it's just <laughs> gonna like stand up. Why didn't no one tell me the train is alive?
0: <laughs> uh, and you hear Argentina from the like seat uh by the fire says well you didn't ask, did you? How
2: was I supposed to know that's a valid question?
0: how are you supposed to know? It was not a valid question unless you ask.
2: I'm having the powers of doubt in my head right now.
0: (laughs) Uh, and Argentina, uh, like as, after saying this, like pulls out this beautiful gold stopwatch, looks at it and just, and, uh, puts the stopwatch back in her pocket or pocket watch. That's not a gym stopwatch. It's a pocket watch. um, (laughs) And as the train starts moving backwards, uh, you hear in the distance coming from behind the train. And then... So we're not going to move any backwards anymore. Um, And uh, if any of you take a look out the window, you see that on the other side of the gorge there has been another rock slide and the train is now stuck in the middle of this almost mile-long bridge. It managed to just avoid the rocks at the front. It only begins to just start moving backwards and then there's a rock slide behind the train. What would you like to do? Well, that just doesn't seem probable.
2: That seems like an ambush.
3: Oh, God. Mm -hmm. Do you think they've followed us all the way? How would they have... What
4: is... (laughs)
0: Um, And as you're deliberating, you hear a
4: uh,
0: and uh, as something heavy lands on the roof of the dining car.
1: Oh, fuck this. I'm going to go find a hatch and climb up. (laughs) No, no, no.
0: (laughs) Perfect. The easiest way to get up is to go to one of the like out to the doors and there's the little ladders beside the doors that allow you to get up onto the roofs. Um would you go forward or backwards? The thing sounded like it landed a little bit closer to the front. To the front, sorry? Yeah, to like it so from where you're sitting, would you go towards the front of the train or the back of the train in order to get to the hatch and climb up? Um there's kind of one either side. Uh whatever landed, landed a little bit closer to the front.
1: If it's closer to the front, I'm gonna go to the ladder closer to the front so then okay. i can just like hopefully get it
0: perfect i'll follow
2: uh, along right behind
0: okay uh yeah you follow along um as you go up you hear other like uh, screeches and cries as funk 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 you hear other creatures landing on the roof of the train car um and you uh pop out of the door and you look up and there is a like large beaked head um but reptilian in its beak it's not a bird this is some sort of flying creature with just a long beak uh and it is poking its head over uh looking down at the entryway and can everyone please roll initiative
2: Oh
5: boy. Oh, that's an at 20.
0: Oh yeah! boy. All right.
5: That's a two uh, for Lizette.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, you just had coffee spilt on you. It's kind of distressing. Yeah. All right. So Cricket got an at 20. Uh, Lizette got a two. Salem's got an 18. 18 for Salem. And I have a 16. Perfect. Uh, and did you roll with advantage? Uh, yes.
1: The other one was way worse. Okay,
0: perfect. So, as you uh, come out the door, you see a dinosaur on the roof of the car. And you begin to climb the ladder and the dinosaur lets out this like ear-piercing shriek. <clears throat> and uh, as you pop your head above the... or I guess would you climb the ladder seeing a dinosaur kind of looking down at you?
1: I would not climb up and I would just be like shoot! Go away! <laughs> get off! Get, get, get down! Get.
0: Uh, perfect. Um, so, this thing looks like it's about to try to bite you. Cricket, you are up first. Uh, what would you like to do?
2: I'm going to see the situation and think, I don't want to be uh, a, a surrounded and stuck in a little corridor so I'm going to Click my uh, heels together and then jump onto the actual uh, car roof. Uh, Perfect. Do I see anything outside now that uh, I'm not <laughs> completely yeah. surrounded by this, uh, this dino?
0: Absolutely. So you see um, on the lounge car, there is a pterodon or a pteranodon, sorry. Uh, there is this, it's actually like larger than you would expect. It's like got like a 15 foot wingspan. But it's like leathery bat-like wings on this lizard body, with a long bone beak and then a big pointed, like top of the head as well, kind of echoing the beak shape. Um, you see that, and on its back, you see a um, an elven person. Uh, as you pop up as well, you see two more. Uh, Cargo or two more of these pteranodons with riders on the cargo container in front of you. You see, uh, one is on the actual locomotive, and you see a fifth uh pteranodon is on the back on cargo container number two.
2: Okay, um, I probably used up the majority of my movement to get to where I am, and I'm just gonna kind of look down and do my my body percussion and say, uh, uh, all right, uh, Lonlin, up to you now. And I'm going to take the dodge action. Uh, Come and get me! I'm ready for (laughs) you!
0: Perfect, yeah. Uh, You take the dodge action. That is perfect. Um, While you're up there as well, you see um, the rider on the Pteranodon on the locomotive jumps down and, like very, very nimbly uh, grabs the edge of the railing and like, just swings over and disappears into the interior of the locomotive. Um, next up in the order, Salem. Your two companions have just run out the door. Salem's
3: joining them right away.
0: Perfect. Yeah, you see this pteranodon. Uh, looking down, looking aggressive as it's just po- like poking its head down towards uh, where Longlin is standing and you see Cricket up on the front in like kind of like classic almost like pugilist pose of like come and get me, um, but also being prepared to dodge
3: uh, okay, right, well Salem's going to uh, so it's just the Pteranodon, right, that I can see uh, it's
0: that's just the head cool. of the Pteranodon um, mm-hmm. but yeah uh, You can hear other voices. You can hear, like, voices as people are calling out to each other. Um, Do you speak Elvish? I do. Perfect. Uh, Yeah, you can just hear, like, people calling from on top of Cargo One and on top of the lounge bar, and they're saying, like, That's (laughs) what's loose, that's what's loose. But because you speak Elvish, it's, It's a time to secure the cargo.
4: (laughs) Mario, where (laughs) did you get here?
0: (laughs) Um, Oh, shit. (laughs) uh, Perfect, yeah. So you can hear people calling out to each other, but you can only see the Tyranodon from down there.
3: Uh, Can I... mm, Okay, that probably wouldn't be long enough. Uh, All right, well, I will uh, step forwards and uh, look up towards the Tyranodon. Hands on my hips. And, uh, just wave my finger in its face. (laughs) None of that now. Come along. And I'm going to cast, uh, False Life on myself.
0: Okay. And then,
3: uh, key point, bonus action dodge.
0: Okay. Beautiful. Um, the Pteranodon, as you say, none of that now. Do you say it in common? Do you say it in... In Elvish. In Elvish. In
3: Elvish. Speaking Elvish, yeah.
0: Perfect, yeah. The Pteranodon looks to you, um... Uh, but still looks aggressive towards you. Uh, but looks a little bit surprised, if if you had to guess. Um, perfect. Uh, Longlin, it is your turn.
1: Uh, seeing Cricket just leap onto the roof, I'm going to immediately start to climb up and just sort of, like, muscle my way past
0: this head and be like, excuse me, move, move, please, move. <laughs> perfect. Um, the tyrannodon does take um, its readied action. Okay. So they are going to just make um, one bite attack at you. Uh, 15 to hit, I think, misses.
1: That misses, yes.
0: Perfect, yeah. As you start climbing up, this pteranodon uh, reaches out towards you, and you're just like, get out of my way, get out out of here. (laughs) And it just clangs off of your shield. Um, Yeah, so you can easily climb up to the top. I would say it takes uh, 15 feet of your movement to climb up. Um, so you've got you've used fifteen feet of your movement to climb, basically.
1: Okay. Um, now that I have a better angle, um, mm-hmm. I can see the the other shenanigans that are happening.
0: Possibly. Yeah. So you can see a total of five pteranodons, one of which is uh, empty. It's on the locomotive, uh, and you see the other pteranodons. There's two on cargo one, uh, one on the lounge car, and there's one on cargo two. All four of those ones have an elven rider on them.
1: How far is the closest Elven rider to me?
0: Uh, Very close to you. Um, Like, they're on the back of the Pteranodon that just tried to bite you. Um, So they are within five feet of you, essentially, once you get up to the top.
1: Ooh, five feet. Okay, I'm going to... If it would be
0: better for them to be ten feet, they can be ten feet.
1: Oh, no, no, sorry. I... No, no, sorry. I was like, oh, if it's a saving throw, I have to move... No, that's just, like, spell attack. So I'm going to try and cast whole person on the rider.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, What save do they make? It's a wisdom 14. Wisdom 14. Ooh, got an 11. They fail. This this human, or this elf, uh, just freezes up and says, Oh, no, in elvish.
1: Um, That was my action. So that is all I can do. Okay. Um, I'm actually going to move 15 feet. um, I guess to the locomotive since there's no rider on that one. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to move towards like the the dinosaur there.
0: Yeah. uh, If this train was moving, this would be like a a check to try to jump the gap and continue moving forward. Um, But the train is fully stopped right now. So you can easily jump the gap and be kind of like about uh, ten feet away from the the rearmost of the two pteranodons that are on the uh, the cargo container. Uh, perfect. Uh, it is now the pteranodons and their riders' turns. So the pteranodon um, that is on the same like cargo container uh, and cricket sorry when you jumped up did you jump up onto the lounge car or the cargo container
2: uh probably the lounge bar
0: okay perfect so this uh one uh pterodon pteranodon sorry is going to uh make a bite attack at you uh
2: okay disadvantage because uh, i dodged
0: oh yes indeed thank you for the reminder oh and you are lucky um so with the disadvantage it only got a six uh and nice. this, like, on like, lets out this uh, and then uh, slams its beak towards you and you just easily get out of the way. Um, and the rider that is on top of it is completely locked in place. Do they get a save at the end of their turn against Old Person Lombin? Let me double
1: check. i yeah, barely ever
2: use that spell. It's, it's still the exact same save uh, at the end of their turn.
0: At the end of their turn. Okay. So... Uh, At the end of their turn, uh, this one is still like looks like it is still locked up, as this elf is still under the hold person. The uh, rider that is on the pteranodon at the back on cargo two uh, jumps down and starts climbing down and disappears. The pteranodon then tick like lifts off and starts flying towards the front, but can't get all the way there. Um, And then the two that are on the uh, cargo one. Uh, look towards Longlin running towards them, and Longlin, you just hear, (laughs) Um, But uh, Salem, you hear, There we go! (laughs) Um, (laughs) No!
2: Why are the Italians attacking us? What have we done? (laughs) Uh,
0: And uh, one of them, the one that is closest to the locomotive, Jumps off and uh, starts like making their way, and they just manage to get to the ladder and start climbing down. And but they use the dash action and then get all the way down. And then their pteranodon flies away. Um, But the one that is closest to you, the pteranodon, does it like awkward, like uh, flying creature walk, where it uh, walks on its wings. It like folds its wings up and walks forward, and it's not fast, but it is just able to close with you as the Pteranodon makes an attack on Lonlin. Uh, 15 misses. um, As, again, just clang into into your shield, which seems to just kind of like almost preternaturally move itself to get in the way of this thing. Um, And then the actual uh, rider uh, jumps off and uh, is going to make... Uh, three attacks on you. They have a rapier okay. in one hand and you watch as they jump out, they pull a dagger from their belt and they just start swinging at you. Uh, miss. Ooh, natural 20 Ooh. Uh, with its Ooh. rapier. And, full damage, full damage, uh,
4: full
1: damage, full damage. And then
0: 16, I think, misses, right? Yeah. Perfect. Yes. So
1: my, my AC is 20.
0: Perfect. So only one of these uh, manages to actually find any sort of purchase. Rolled 10 points of piercing damage with their rapier as they jump off uh, and they uh, then like whistle at their companion to fly away but the pterodon used all of its movement just to try to get close Was there
1: no sneak attack on that?
0: uh, There is no sneak attack on these. Um, Oh I know. Um, these are just, they're regular, uh, kind of light footed people, but you do watch as this person then, um, like comes forward, stabs like into you, like dagger, rapier, rapier with that third rapier hit, manages just, just score into the side, just underneath one of the plates of your like heavy coat. Um, but you
1: know what, for shits and giggles, let's do Rebuke the Violent.
0: <laughs> okay, Fantastic.
1: So that
0: is a wisdom save of 14 uh got a 16
1: oh all right all right uh they live for today
0: as this thing uh you like rebuke it and for anyone who can hear or who can understand elvish you just hear no you don't uh and uh, they then just like kind of fade back they step back 15 feet from where you are um without provoking opportunity attacks as they take the disengage action and the bonus action and now lisette it is your turn
5: cool um how i i feel like lisette would follow them out now that she's a real field agent and whatnot um <laughs> how much of my movement or how far can i get leaving the cart and then climbing up on top of it
0: I think with, uh, yeah, leaving the cart and then climbing up on top, you can just get to the top.
5: Okay. Um, and just getting to the top, what is the closest thing within range to me, you think? Uh,
0: the closest thing is the Pteranodon, um, with the one, uh, like, elven person who is currently, like, locked in some sort of magic on their back.
5: Okay. Uh, and they're, like... Eldritch blast range.
0: Oh, for sure, they're Eldritch blast range.
5: Hell yeah! Okay, I'm gonna do two Eldritch blast things at the elf, not at the tyrannum. Okay,
0: Okay. perfect.
5: All right. Um, that is a twenty-one and a seventeen.
0: Twenty-one definitely hits, and the seventeen just hits.
5: Oh, okay, cool.
0: Yeah, actually, uh, if they're hold person, do they ha- do you have advantage? Uh, uh, they are paralyzed. They're par- If they're paralyzed, then yeah, you have advantage. See if you get a natural twenty on any of those.
5: Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Nope. That was a okay. three and a twelve.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Perfect. Okay. Uh, so yeah, both of those hit, though.
5: And remind me again, I add my charisma to both bolts?
0: Uh, yes you do. Yeah.
5: This is this is wild. Um, that is a <laughs> Oh, that's really good. That's a 14 and a 13.
0: Oh my god. 27 Ooh. points of damage? Oh boy. This Uh, this elven creature, they look toasty. Um, they're still alive, still awake, but, uh, that definitely did a chunk of, chunk of damage. Um, not quite half, but, uh, that is a fair amount of damage on them.
5: Hell yeah, and I'll end my turn there.
0: Perfect. Awesome. Uh, back up to the top of the order with a natural 20, it's Cricket.
2: Okay, uh, how far away am I from the nearest elf?
0: Uh, you are, like, within basically five feet if you just jumped right up there.
2: Oh, okay, cool. Okay, cool, gotcha. Uh, I'm going to run towards the paralyzed one. Uh, yeah. And I'm going to do a few slashy slappies.
0: <laughs> Perfect.
2: Okay, uh, so it's paralyzed, so I get advantage. Um, and on the first one, I'm going to use my... Uh, what's it called? Uh, defensive uh, uh, Flourish. So I'll get to add an extra D eight on that. Perfect. And I uh, only a nineteen, but I believe that was still hitting.
0: Yeah, a nineteen definitely hits.
2: Cool. Okay. Uh, so I'm just gonna roll the dice real quick. So that's gonna be a eleven, and then I'm gonna double that to so twenty two. Actually, wait, do I double my um the bonus I get for? No, I, I just take the
3: whole. Take the, the uh, yes, I would
2: love if I could double my uh, <laughs> my my die for extra AC, but no, nah, I just get the plus three to it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, twenty two plus four. Uh, so twenty six damage on my first hit.
0: Oh my god! Um, all right, this guy, this uh, yeah, elven man is looking very rough.
2: Perfect. I'm gonna do it again. Um, 21, and I assume it, he's still paralyzed, so it's still a crit, so yep. I'm just
3: gonna double this one more
2: time.
0: Oh, right, oh, uh, is it only melee attacks that are, yes. yeah, it's only melee attacks that are paralyzed, yeah, okay, yeah. cool.
3: Well, it's, it's only attacks within five feet, so ranged attacks can apply, it's just you have to be adjacent oh. to
0: the target. Okay, well, in that case, um, yeah, this person, in fact, is looking, like, basically on Death's door after that because uh, Lizette was right close as well. Oh, no. Yeah.
2: Okay, well, then this last attack's probably going to finish them off then. Uh, That's going to be 18 points of slashing damage for my second attack.
0: Yeah. uh, This elf um, had a rough landing. Like Lands, gets caught in some magic that freezes their body and can like, I make it non-lethal. Uh, yeah, I believe you can definitely make it non-lethal okay. as this thing is pelted with like two eldritch blasts, and then you just, oh no, uh, and then, uh, just oh, bam, oh, bam, uh, hit by cricket, and this thing, uh, fall like you see like their eyes roll back in their head, but their body is still frozen in the whole person, and they are fully insensate, and you can see they're unconscious, but their body is still held exactly as it is which I don't know. I don't care if that's not how it happens. That's what happens.
2: It does. It's a little unsettling, (laughs) but I like it. Um, I'm going to look for the next closest uh, elf and I'll take my third attack onto him. Perfect. Uh,
0: So the next closest elf is the one that had like come forward, landed a really like crucial hit on, uh, on Lonlin and then backed away. Uh, with your movement speed and your jump speed and everything, it's easy for you to clear and get right up in their grill.
2: Actually, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to shove. I'm going to turn that last attack into a shove action.
0: Oh my uh, god.
2: I'm going to try and push them down prone. Because I think I can do that.
0: Okay. Uh, this is the one that attacked Lonlin. Okay, for Correct. sure.
2: Uh, so I'm going to make an athletics check. A uh, 15?
0: Uh, 15 versus, ooh, they got an 18 on the die. Oh, yeah, that's not happening. Okay. Oh, sorry. Uh, right, as you get come Get back forward... here, get back here.
2: I'll get you, I'll get you soon.
0: <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, <laughs> and they're just like jumping out of the way. Uh, and they kind of like, boing, uh, boing, as they are like moving and jumping. They're like freezing sideways with like one leg kind of cocked akimbo. And then like you try back? to push them and then they jump the other way. And they look very much like Mario.
2: I I want this ability!
0: Teach me how to jump like you! (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Uh, Perfect. Um, Next up, uh, it is now Salem's turn.
3: Uh, Salem's going after the same one that Cricket did, bounding up to the top to do it. And uh, we'll race forwards and uh, lay in with a flurry of blows.
0: Okay absolutely
3: yeah okay quarter staff out first uh, with a 25 to hit for six damage
0: okay yeah
3: and then two quick fists uh, and the second the, the first one's gonna be a 20 to hit for seven points of damage
0: boy yeah
3: okay uh, and as I strike him, I'm going to mark him as analyzed as well with the uh, Cobalt yeah. Soul Extract Aspects feature.
0: Absolutely. So whenever
3: he misses me with an attack, I can use my reaction to make an attack against him. Uh, and that lasts until I finish a short or long rest. And if he's got any vulnerabilities, resistances, immunities, I also learn those things.
0: Uh, yeah, the I think the thing you would learn is that this person is incredibly light-footed and can take the disengage or dash action as a bonus action.
3: All right, sounds good. Uh, Then, in that case, third attack uh, straight out towards them. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. 19 to hit for six points of damage. Yeah. All right. uh, 19 total.
0: Beautiful. Uh, As you come forward, whack, and then, like, with your fist, (laughs) um, you feel this essence, uh, this knowledge of this person enter your body, and you kind of have this, like, mark appear in front of you um as the like or like surrounding this creature as they feel like highlighted in your mind somehow as you analyze them uh lonlin it is your turn
1: she's also going to race up to the same elf just kind of bleeding a little bit but She like I don't think she actually registers that she's been stabbed, but she's gonna take two swings with her long sword. Oh, actually, I have to roll the hit first, (laughs) that would help. Uh, that is 14 on the die, plus nine, so 23 to hit.
0: God, yeah,
1: uh, that is oh, uh, eight on the die. 14 damage with the first swing. This, this is all non-lethal. Um, second swing. Uh, I don't think that's gonna hit. It's a 12.
0: Unfortunately, 12 <laughs> does not hit as this thing okay. again is like being <laughs> pummeled, um, but just kind of like managing to do like the Mario jump, uh, and it just surprises you. It's a motion that you're not used to.
2: You still have my bardic inspiration.
1: <gasps> oh. Is that a D eight? Yes, it is. Okay. Uh, okay, I'm gonna use that. That's a one. The oh. <laughs> <Does> thirteen hit? <laughs> Unfortunately,
0: thirteen does not. You you remember <laughs> that body percussive, like thing that that cricket had done for you, and you're like, yeah, I feel inspired. And then you <laughs> kind of remember, body percussion is a weird way to inspire people, and. You get like a little bit of inspiration, but mostly you're a little bit surprised as well. And you only just get a tiny, tiny bit. And unfortunately it's just not enough to turn that hit in your favor.
1: That's okay. And as a bonus action, I am going to drop whole person and I'm going to cast shield of faith on Salem.
0: Perfect. Uh, as you drop hold person, Lisette right beside you, that, body that had been like well that was definitely unconscious that elf um just like but they were locked in position they slump forward and fall off the pteranodon right at your feet anything else on your turn long i think that was action bonus That's, action okay yeah
1: yeah i'm gonna hang out
0: perfect uh so uh it is now the uh the riders and the pteranodons turn the pteranodons um The one that is, uh, near you is going to make one attack. They're rolling like poop, um, as they like try to attack cricket. Um, but just with like peck at the air above cricket's head. And then the other two, uh, that are nearby, um, they fly forward and these things are fast. When they're like on the ground they're awkward and they're not great, but in the air these are creatures that are at one with light and they just move and they come towards you. Um, one is going to attack Cricket again.
1: I'm going to oh, use ooh. protection for a disadvantage.
0: Okay. Perfect. Uh, and then the second one as well uh, God, my God! So I rolled, I rolled two natural ones. Um,
1: so Second time today that, that didn't need that protection.
0: Ooh. I think what happens is, um, f- this one pteranodon from the lounge car, like, is flying past. Uh, like, just jumps into the air, is flaps a couple times doesn't really get enough to actually get into the air and the one that was at the other end of um the cargo car flies towards you and what happens is they're so focused on attacking cricket that they don't see each other and they fly into each other um they bonk their heads and one falls off the side the other one falls off the other side and they just start plummeting down (laughs) towards the water as, Yoshi, I'm gonna no. say, they both get knocked prone by <laughs> running into each other. <laughs> um, and they start falling down towards the water. Uh, I'm not going to do the full 500 feet. Uh, these are flying creatures. I'm going to say that they're starting to fall uh, and they're only falling 100 feet this round um, because they are still trying to flap and everything. But my God. <laughs> um perfect and then the last one that was in the back cargo is just able to uh flapping its wings extra hard is able to just actually is it even able to no it's not still it is basically just above uh sleeper car one uh it is moved as much as it possibly could but it's still only just above sleeper car one um everyone who is on top of the cargo Uh, and actually I think even Lizette, I think you would hear this as well Um, there's something uh, going on in the cargo container and you hear uh, kind of three things first of all you hear in Elvish here we go time to explode Um, what? uh, but uh, you also hear "Mm -hmm, who are you? in common. And then just a uh, as uh, you hear Fluffy makes an attack uh, and Fluffy unfortunately misses, um, but uh, you hear a commotion happening down below as the elf uh, just uh, yells up and is like, oh no, this isn't so good. <laughs>
3: Um, salem's going to shout down uh from from above yeah fluffy get um wait sorry i don't uh, yeah i'm not supposed to know you (laughs) salem seems flummoxed for a second and then decides screw it
4: go owlbear go (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
0: as salem yells out go owlbear go lisette it is your turn
5: um so how far away am i from everything right now
0: Uh, you are, um, you're like at the forward end of the lounge car on top of the roof. Everyone is about, uh, just on the other side of the gap, about 15 feet that way. So you're about 20, 25 feet away from people. Okay. Uh, and there is a Pteranodon coming towards you that is almost 200 feet away from you at the sleeper car. It's 160 feet, basically.
5: Okay. Um, and sorry, is everyone towards the cargo car or the commuter car
0: uh everyone's towards the cargo car
5: okay um what is there is there an elf that is close to me within like thirty feet or just the dinosaurs
0: uh there is an elf uh everyone is surrounding this one elf um that uh is like doing the Mario jumps to try to avoid things not always successfully um and uh yeah, uh, they are just like, if everyone's 25 feet, they're 30 feet away. They're just on the other side of people from you. Okay.
5: I am going to... Oh, what is... Oh, no, that, that's that's not close enough. I'll just Elgic Blast him again.
0: <laughs> Beautiful.
5: Ooh, absolutely not. Oh, no. <laughs> that was a two and a one.
0: <laughs> God! Wow! Uh, as in a natural <laughs> okay. one? That's a natural one? Oh no! Uh, can you please roll me a D four?
4: Oh no! Is it three? Like I'm
2: it's gonna three? get karma coming in?
0: Uh, and can you please roll me another attack roll? Oh
5: no! <laughs> Whoever I hit, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh, no! Oh, no! <laughs>
4: oh,
5: is that is a crit success? It's a 26!
0: Oh, god! <laughs> Uh-oh. Uh, so, uh Cricket, what is your AC? Oh, my god! Oh,
2: no! <laughs> no! <laughs> no! This is for all the Eldritch Blasts I've missed and
4: hit my <laughs> allies with. <laughs> no. Um,
2: My AC is 20. Okay.
0: So Yep, uh... So that definitely hits as, um, Lisette, you look for this elf, and just as you're about to fire your Eldritch Blasts, those two Pteranodons, like, fly fully into each other, and there's just this comedic aspect of them hitting each other and falling to the ground, and you can't help but be amused as, just as you're releasing the Eldritch Blast, and you kind of are looking at that instead of where you're supposed to be looking with your Eldritch Blast, and instead your Eldritch Blast like, instead of snaking in between your companions, slams into the back of Cricket's head for how much damage?
5: Oh, no.
2: Is, oh, is it max damage it's as well?
5: max damage. Oh, but you doing,
2: know no. it I've never taken damage from an enemy. <laughs> I've only ever taken damage from my allies.
0: My how many sessions God. have we been in? When this I'm, is our fifth session. Uh, well, actually, sixth if we count game zero, <laughs> yeah. but yeah
4: oh, 14 man. points
5: of force damage <laughs> sorry can you say that again for me that's 14 points of force
2: damage sorry uh, sorry sorry uh one more time
4: <laughs> it's 14 points of force damage <laughs> okay alright I accept ah, wow. what the hell
2: was it? you even took my money and now you're hitting me <laughs> What's wrong with
5: you? (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You just. It'll make you stronger in the long run.
0: Oh. No! And, Cricket, you get walloped in the back of the head by this inky beam of Eldric energy. uh, And you feel, as it hits you in the back of your head, you hear, like, voices whispering in like a thousand voices and dozens of languages and all that they are saying is DIE!
2: I don't like this I don't (laughs) Lizette, is that what you deal with on a daily basis?
5: Only occasionally
0: Uh (laughs) And it is now your turn, Cricket
2: Uh, There's a lot of things I'm I'm having issues with, so I'm just going to go back to the jumping battle over here (laughs) <laughs> um, I'm going to try and mimic what that Mario character was going to be doing just kind of like jumping in the air but as I'm g- falling down I'm going to be uh, uh, slashing down with my long swords
0: beautiful
2: uh, okay,
0: uh, so. make a make a performance check to see how well you can mimic them sure yeah
2: that's not very good uh, That's uh, sorry that's 14
0: 14 I mean like they are achieving some weird amount of hang time, and it's like kind of like pop and locky, like of just like they're in a position and they're not, um, and you're almost getting it, but it's the hang time that you're really struggling with. You're you're going up and you're coming down, but you can't quite get it exactly the way they are. Uh, but it, it still looks pretty darn cool to everyone watching.
2: Nice. All right. Yeah. Now uh, barrage and martyr.
0: <laughs> oh, one of those is a crit. Okay. Ooh.
2: Uh, I wasn't gonna use a, uh, bardic inspiration, but I guess I will there. Um, so I rolled a 19 on, uh, two attacks, and then the nat 20 on my second attack.
0: Oh my god, all of those hit.
2: Okay. Um, so, let me just do this. Oh no. <laughs> oh god. Okay. First attack, nothing too crazy. Uh, it's only going to be 9 points of damage there. Extra bit of fun there. Okay. Uh, the second attack, however, is going... I rolled really high. Um, that's going to be 12 plus 16. Uh, yeah. That number. <laughs> um, 12 plus my last 28? One yep.
0: This... Oh my god. Okay, yeah. On your second hit, this elf crumples to the ground.
2: Oh, I Uh, didn't expect that.
0: uh, uh, (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: I'm gonna bring you back up in a little bit, but uh, I'm gonna. Is there another elf around me that I can Uh, make my last attack against?
0: There is not currently. um, The other elf that was on here. Uh, went into the cargo container itself um
2: then i'm going to follow suit in that case
0: okay yeah um i'd say the quickest route is actually to go down like in between cargo and uh, lounge um and i have about uh,
2: 40 feet of movement can i get there
0: uh, so you can, it takes 15 feet to get over there. I would allow you to just freely drop down with your boots of striding and springing. I think you can land softly without damaging yourself. Um, and then, uh, 25 more feet in your boat, like you're not quite halfway into the cargo container. Um, but what you see is that big Goliath, um, was that like had been standing still for everybody else um you are watching as their body begins to just fully vibrate um and the owl bear the door to their cage is wide open and you see fluffy is like standing fully upright uh and is getting ready to swipe at this elven figure uh who is currently. Uh, just standing like in between this vibrating Goliath and this owl bear, and does not look happy about it. Um, if you've got a ranged something, I would allow you to use your attack, like to throw something ranged with that 19. That you
2: uh, have yeah, I'll, I'll toss the dagger then towards it. Uh, okay. I'll just kind of let that one loose.
0: Perfect. Uh, yeah, you can easily hit them with a 19.
2: Cool. Then in that, oh, that's not much damage. Uh, it's actually the exact same roll, isn't it, with the other one? Uh, so just five points of damage as my dagger gets sent flying towards him.
0: <laughs> Perfect. Uh, yeah, and as this dagger <laughs> um, flies over top of the Goliath's shoulder, uh, this elf says, "Oh no, there is a more, but not a more." Uh, <laughs> and the uh, the Goliath like looks towards you and says. Welcome. And perfect. Uh, excellent. Let me just make a roll for this person. Okay. And Salem, it is your turn.
3: Salem's just going to look around for the closest threat, which from what Salem and Craig understand is uh, no longer on top of the train.
0: The yeah. Uh, the So what you can see, there is a Pteranodon um, still resting on... Like the locomotive itself, it's the only one that hasn't flown away. Um, there are the two pteranodons that are currently falling um, off to the, each side, and there is a pteranodon that is like midway along sleeper car number one.
3: And uh, are any of them? All the all their riders have hopped off under of the train. Yes, They're all, those are all okay. Yeah, the rest of their riders. Uh, Salem will dart forwards towards the pteranodon on the locomotive.
0: Perfect. Um, so you're like 15 feet, so uh, yeah, you can get um, most of the way along uh, the cargo container, but um, you're actually only about two-thirds of the way along the cargo container.
3: Uh, can I bonus action dash with the key point to get there?
0: Yes, uh, I think with the key point, yeah, you know what, I would say I would allow you to get right up to the pteranodon. Uh You can right. jump to the last little bit of the gap and get right up to the Pteranodon.
3: I'll leap over the last little bit of the gap and lean in and wallop that Pteranodon on the side of the head.
0: Okay. Absolutely. Net 20! Oh my oh, god. Joy, my. You guys are rolling hot. <laughs> I, this is insane. These uh, poor Pteranodons
3: and, and Marios and, and <laughs> Luigi's don't know what hit them. Uh, it's 11 points of damage, though. It's not, not you know, nothing to run out mode.
0: Oof. Okay. Yeah. Uh,. 11 points of damage uh, and that's with everything like the doubling and stuff.
3: Yeah, yeah. Uh so, I mean it's the thing with playing a monk right? It's I'm not yeah. I don't hit very hard, I just hit a lot. So uh
0: 11 points of damage though. This like this Tyrannodon looks rattled as you like jump like run 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 like almost like almost like in the amount of because of you spent that bonus action. As fast as those Pteranodons are when they fly, you are even faster when you run. And you... (laughs) Jump forward as you're coming down. Bam! Across the top of this thing's head. And you just see it go... And it looks totally rattled as you've done massive damage to this thing. Um, It is barely up. You've done way more than half of its hit points.
3: All right, you poor bugger. You picked the wrong train to steal
4: from.
0: (laughs) And that's Salem. Perfect. Uh, And Lonlin, you've just seen your companions one run backwards, uh, one run forward at an unbelievable speed, jump forward and slam the Pteranodon across the face. Lonlin
1: is going to look between Salem and kind of the direction that Cricket went and then back to Salem and then direction of Cricket and she's going to go follow Cricket and just say, Hey, hang on! I I need to patch you up! And she's going to Yeah, um move to the edge and try to uh, like how far am I from the edge?
0: Uh fifteen feet. And then if you if you uh jump down, it's only like a, a ten foot drop. Yeah, I'm dropping. Um, like I don't I care w- about
1: the fall damage. I'm just like boom.
0: <laughs> cool. Just make an acrobatics or athletics and try to land uh,
1: athletics. Sorry, acrobatics, you said, or athletics?
0: Acrobatics or athletics, whichever you'd prefer. Uh,
1: That's
5: 14.
0: 23. Oh, ooh, easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you jump down, like, you do, like, one of those, like, parkour moves where you, uh, as you're jumping off something, you just reach back and grab the ledge, and you kind of, like, wall slide down, Um, and you manage to do this, like, perfect landing... Uh, again, because you're just using gravity, you've only used the 15 feet of movement to jump off. You use gravity and you've got whatever your movement left to get into the cargo car.
1: Okay. I only have 15 left. Uh, how, how far would cricket be from me?
0: Uh, cricket would be, uh, had 25, it was 10 feet ahead of you.
1: Okay. So say if I was running, could I like long jump onto him or like towards him? Sorry, wait, what? (laughs) I want tr- I, I want to try and long jump towards you
0: okay I kn- so according to the official rules um, you can only jump as far as you're moving but I love this so I'm going to say make another um, athletics check this is definitely fully athletics um, and if you get above an 18 total I will allow you to cover the extra ten feet
1: okay so With my squat nimbleness, it does say I could use advantage when you try to jump an unusually long distance or pull off a stunt mid-jump. I don't know if that would apply.
0: Uh, yeah, that would definitely apply.
1: Great, okay. Uh, that is not as good as I was hoping. That's a dirty 20.
4: Dirty
1: 20. Dirty 20
0: dirty 20
1: that's still the 18
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's a dirty 20 that is exactly like that is perfect you jump forward uh and you land right beside cricket
1: okay hang on hang on and i'm just going to kind of touch him on the shoulder and i'm going to how much hp are you missing 14
2: uh on a scale of one to 52 uh i've lost maybe about 14
1: yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give you 14 back with going on hands.
2: Ah, oh yeah, that that's smart. Thank you, thank you very much. Mm.
4: Beautiful.
1: Now you, now you stay away from that Lizette girl. I don't know what you did to piss her off.
2: But... <laughs> I don't know either. She's taken my money, destroyed me with shadows,
1: and now no. this. It's okay. It's okay. I know. We'll just we'll talk to her after.
0: <laughs> awesome. Uh, and uh, any. Bonus actions.
1: Um, no, I'm keeping Shield of Faith up on uh, Salem, so I'm
0: good. Perfect. Awesome. Um, it is now the Pteranodons. Uh, Lisette, the one that is behind you, um, with uh, 120, uh, can only get to just like the other end of the lounge bar, basically. Of the lounge car. So, Uh, they are still 80 feet away from you, the Trinodon that is flying towards you and screaming out. Uh, The two that were falling um, use half of their movement to stop falling, and then they just start flying back up, but they are still well below the actual level of the bridge. And then Salem, the one near you is going to look at you, but because you did massive damage, it is going to try to attack you, but it's, its mind is rattled, and it's going to do so with disadvantage. Uh, yeah, that is definitely going to miss with rolling a 5. Um,
3: yeah. AC 20 with with uh, protection.
0: Yeah. Or so, of faith, really. Yeah, um, absolutely. This thing, like, you smack it in its head and it just, like, reflexively tries to uh, reach out and bite you. And it's, like, it's got, like, that cartoon thing where it's seeing like four Salem's rotating in front of its face, and it just bites at the top one. And there's nothing there. Like, it's like four feet above your head that it bites. Um, And it seems very surprised not to have bit into anything. In the cargo car, you see the elf. Uh, This one um, looks at the situation uh, and looks at what's going on and says, Time to go! Um, And is actually going to cast Firebolt. It is they are casting it at one of the crates right unfortunately beside where you guys are standing. Oh no. Uh Which the one ones that are labeled it? explosions. Oh no. Uh they are going to is cast. is it an card.
1: attack rule?
0: Uh it is an attack yeah, it's a spell attack. Can for I sure. use
1: protection on the crate? <laughs> <laughs>
0: this oh advantage? my god. Uh yes. Absolutely <laughs> you can use protection <laughs> on the crate. Lonlin! Oh my god. Is that is phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. You took it from a fifteen, which I was gonna say hit, down to a four. Oh. Um <laughs> as this thing as like this firebolt comes towards the boxes that you like run in and you look Lonlin and you see that there are like big explosion signs and fragile written on the side. Um and like time slows down as you see this. Firebolt getting bigger and bigger and bigger, and you feel that sentinel shield beside you uh, in your hand just move your arm as <clears throat> uh, you bring your arm up, and it like the firebolt slams into your shield, dispersing. And in this, as the smoke clears, it's like Captain America slowly raising or slowly lowering their shield. And this elf says, "Oh no!" Uh, <laughs> and is going to take the disengage action. Um, but what they don't know is that Stone Mountain Sky is a sentinel. Um, so as this yes. creature, like as this elf, like firebolts tries to like get out of the way, tries like, tries to do like a full on like Mario backflip to get out of the way. Um, Stone Mountain Sky just says, "No." Uh, rolled uh, a fifteen, definitely uh plus their modifier. Uh, Stone Mountain Sky just reaches a hand forward, grabs this person, and like they're right beside that owl bear cage, and they just like. And like pull this elf's head into the metal bars, and ting 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 as you like run this elf's head back and forth over the metal bars.
2: You know, you should practice that instrument. That could be a pretty good tool if you ever want to become a
0: interesting. Um, they actually they rolled pretty low, so unfortunately, they only do. 10 points of damage um, Only uh, as they grab this elf and just ring their head against the stone the bars, but are now like that elf is like brruh, brruh, and doesn't feel like they can move uh, That is all the swashbuck or all of the uh, elves you can see. Lizette, it is your turn
5: Okay, um I guess I'll just use electric Blast again on whatever's closest to me <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, So there is the Pteranodon that is coming towards you. There are the two Pteranodons that are flying up the side. And then there's also the Pteranodon um, that Salem is fighting that looks like really had a number done on them. Um, you are within range of for Eldritch Blast of all of them.
5: Okay, I'm going to u- Wait, how close is the one that's coming towards me?
0: Uh, it is basically... It's uh, 75 feet away from you.
5: Okay. Um, yeah, I'll just use two Eldritch Blast bolts on that to keep my distance. Please, not another okay. one. Okay, not a one. Um, that is a seventeen. That'll hit. And a uh, math
0: Don't probably math. hit.
5: That's twenty-four.
0: Oh yeah, that hits. Uh, definitely hits. This Tyrannodon like lets out this. Ah! screech towards you um, as two Eldritch Blast whoo, ah, uh, unleashed from you and this inky blackness envelops this tritanodon. for how much damage?
5: Doing more mass. At least my damage rolls have been good. That's a 35.
4: Oh,
0: oh my god. Um, so when you hit a human or a humanoid at least, you've watched as your Eldritch Blasts like wither their corpse and tattoo them with this ink. As this inky cloud surrounds this Pteranodon, um, you watch when the inky cloud dissipates like ink in water just moving away. You see nothing but a skeleton of this Pteranodon as it comes crashing into the ground in front of you and it like lands on the cargo uh, or on the dining car roof and slides towards you and you see that their the bones have been tattooed or like scrimshod with these words and phrases. But as this happens, you feel this knowledge of the anatomy of a pterodon of a pteranodon like flood into you and you just feel this (gasps) opening of your mind as suddenly you know everything there is possible to know about pteranodons that's
5: rather new good to know
0: (laughs) uh perfect um you do see like there are still the other two pteranodons that looks like they're going to be flying up towards you and everyone else has gone into the cargo, but you're welcome to stay up top, if you would like. I'm just laying it out for you.
5: I'll stay up top.
0: Okay. Perfect. Um, Cricket, it is your turn.
2: Seeing uh, this, uh, uh, this situation with Lonlin and uh, this uh, Goliath here, uh, and Fluffy, I'm going to try and remember, because I think you said something about like another elf on the other side of the train?
0: Yes, so the other elves that you saw, there is one that landed on the locomotive and just like effortlessly swung into the locomotive. and then there is one uh there are the ones that you fought um, and then there is one on like the the rear cargo container that also went into the cargo in there.
2: okay. I'm gonna leave the uh, car uh, like the first uh, cargo uh, cargo train and I'm gonna look up and just kind of jump back onto the top of Cargo 1.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: And I see Salem messing with a Pteranodon on, like, one of the sleeper cars?
0: Uh, no, Salem is on the locomotive itself.
2: Oh, the locomotive. Okay, okay. Then in that case, I'm going to leave that one to him. Uh, sorry, them. And I'm going to start running towards... uh... My brain just shut down. Cargo 2, (laughs) there's no no elves there, right?
0: Uh, there there was an elf on that disappeared into Cargo 2.
2: Okay, okay, yes, okay. I will yeah. be heading there with a full dash action
0: Perfect. as far as I can uh,
4: go.
0: Yeah, so 25 back, jump up, I'm going to say, with your boots of striding and spring, That's just, like, the 10 feet is easy for you. Uh, 35, uh, 5. You can get uh, just over halfway down the lounge car with a full dash action. Uh, as you, like, jump up, Wait, like Lizette is right beside you as you land, and then you just take off running.
2: You guys got this, I believe in you. Let me know if you need any help.
0: <laughs> Perfect. As you run, everyone hears. Uh, well, first, Salem, you hear thunk, thunk, um, as the like heavy sound of some sort of metal uh, falling into place uh, below you is heard. And then all of you hear through some loudspeakers uh, in common, you hear, Hello, it is I, moi Louis, Jesus And you hear, This train is now owls. Oh my God, he's French now. Uh, he's French for <laughs> years. half of <laughs> <laughs> uh, This trend is now owls. Oh God. Dang. All right. <laughs> I guess he's just French. You know, he studied abroad. Um, so, <laughs> uh, yeah, he studied abroad. He um, He's picked up like a regionalism. Uh, this train is now ours. We are here. We are looking for something in particular. We know it is on this train. And if you do not tell us where it is, we shall blow everyone, including ourselves kingdom come and with that we're going to end our session today
4: I don't know what they (laughs) want
0: Tune in next time for another exciting adventure in the Dirty Twenties What item has brought Luigi and his crew into the path of our adventurers? Where could it be on the train? And just how soft is Fluffy's butt? Tune in to find out. In the meantime, visit www.dirty20spodcast.com all spelled out to be a real berry. If you want to contact us, you can send us an email at dirty20spodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you, and if you send us any fan art, we'll be sure to add it to the website. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe on whichever podcasting app you use. My name is Marcus Stusik. My players were Craig Chapman, Richard Chapman, Toby McGowan, and Emily White. Until next time, friends, stay safe, stay kind, and don't take any wooden nickels.